The beauty of podcasting is that it allows you to share your voice and your message with a global audience and tell them all how wrong they are. Ladies, gentlemen, and variations thereupon, this is Modern Escapism. And willkommen. My name is Oodles, and I will be hosing down this dumpster fire of a show. <laughs> Joining me today. <laughs> that beautiful giggle you heard. The man that Forbes magazine are calling the thinking man's Howard Hughes, his gadget. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, I'll, I'll quite happily would. take that. I thought you would. Also, the man that Baguette magazine are calling Grand Beau Savage, his biggie. Wee, wee, wee. <laughs> also joining us today, the lady that Kerrang! magazine reviewed with 5Ks for Album of the Year, the Game of Bed Chronicles Volume 2, Goth Days and Cock Days, it's Candy. And Pandora was based on me. Very similar body Agreed. type. And unfortunately, the man that the Mail on Sunday stated would save Britain's economy and Tory of the Year eight years in a row, Stig <laughs> is not with us tonight. Oh, he's he's got the you. shits. <laughs> he's going to kill well, you. <laughs> he's got the shits. Absolute shits. Riddled. I mean, there must be something going around because this year has just been Poomageddon. <laughs> have you, oh, have you got, Candy, have you got another slushy? I can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> She's got a Mr. Frosty under her computer desk. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I take, like, I've got vodka in here. I've got Pessoa in here. It's because when I get my takeaways, it comes with a free one. And I don't really like, I don't like it by itself. But put it in the freezer. Oh, my God. Vodka. I'm feeling like this podcast needs an intervention i've had my intervention personal you need to stop drinking mate you're gonna die oh, we're all gonna die i'm here for a good time not a long time <laughs> i said that mate i nearly died <laughs> how's everyone's week been <laughs> it's been yeah, right. it's been marvelous I'm, I'm i'm also weirdly concerned we've got a double football shirt situation going on here because Udles has got his leads one on which means i assume leads mm. did well today no they didn't <laughs> they lost no. yesterday Fair enough. and biggie's got an england top on which is weird for a French. Why? Yeah, French. I get confused being in France. I just have to remind myself where I'm from. L'Angleterre. <laughs> <laughs> it's so unusual that, that more than one person would have a football top on. Do you know what? That, yeah. that I don't want to talk about the football got, anyway. I've got that same one and I nearly put it on. <laughs> oh. I, I, I've, got, I've, got, I've got like a football like section of my cupboard. I've got some local teams as well. You know, like, like conference, lower than conference. <laughs> just like Sunday League team. Shirts that my mates have given me, and that's some South nice. Films all Wednesday or something like that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, fri- it's Frickly Athletic, but yeah, it's still South Elmsall. Frickly, so, Frickly, fr- Frickly, Frickly. But yeah, it's, do you know the lower tier of football have the best shirts? And I'm sure some of our listeners will agree that the lower you get, the better the shirts are and the cheaper sponsors they are. are. Brilliant. The sponsors that you always get, like oh, Mike's yeah. plumbing and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <you do. laughs> well, um, Frickly is cosplaying as a hooligan. <laughs> But yeah, how's your week been, guys? What you been up to? Don't tell us what you've mainly been up to, but what you've been up to. Oh, I'm just glad it's orange season. October is upon us. Orange season. Oh, orange, orange is in Halloween. Tis the season for spooking. I'm in my element, baby. Mm. Have you got your pentagram drawn out? Uh, it's under my bed. Yep, yeah, under the gamer bed. 
You just pull it out. That is the most. Yeah. That, that must be the most cursed room in Britain. <laughs> well, by the smell of it, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're a lady. You're supposed to smell like <laughs> lilacs and daffodil. Well, Lynx Africa and oh, socks. God. I always forget <laughs> that you wear Lynx Africa. Non-ironically. She's an absolute cretin. <laughs> it's not helping her hex life. Hey. Oh, God. She's like what we used to call grebos, Grieb- like, like you know, Mosha Plus? Oh, yeah, smelly okay. ones. Absolutely, yeah. The Grebos, yeah. Mosha Plus. Couple it's of Lynx cans Africa. of Monster. Couple of cans of Monster. Massive baggy trousers. Bit of raving. Cybergoth yeah. kind of oh, thing. About- not, not, qu- not quite Cybergoth, but like, it's like... It's like a no man's land of uh, tribes. It's the, the Grebos. <laughs> and you've always got the frayed baggy trousers, so they're always ripped halfway up your legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the new rocks. Yeah. Then, one, yeah. then one's dancing under a bridge to Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> Them's the ones. Them's the ones, Grebos, and they all stink <laughs> in Lynx Africa because the granny got them at Christmas. There is. <laughs> when I used to go to Trillions Rock Bar when I was a teenager, there was always a, a cohort in the corner that was just humming. Of um, Lynx Africa. Yeah. Thankfully, yeah. that was back in the days when you could smoke in pubs, so like it was just yeah. easy to blow, blow it on out. It. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah, Lynx <laughs> Africa is vile. I mean, again, if Lynx want to sponsor the show, by all means, I can pretend I like it, but I'll never wear it. Don't send me any. <laughs> but speaking of Lynx Africa, <laughs> what a segue, Biggie? <laughs> it's time <laughs> for some breaking news. <laughs> may already know, but he doesn't, because it's time for Biggie's Breaking News. You need cooling, baby I'm not fooling, I'm gonna send you back to schooling, way down inside, honey you need it, I'm gonna Mm. give you my news, I'm gonna (laughs) give you my news, oh! Wanna haul any news? Wanna haul any news? Could do this four times. Wanna haul any news? Wanna haul any news? Damn. Fucking hell. I can't believe we've got VIP access to Led Zeppelin there. Oh, I thought we were in Woodstock for a minute. <laughs> you oh, people's need... Oh, brilliant, mate. Brilliant. What's been happening in this foul world of ours? Well, let's start with gaming as always. SAG AFTRA. That's an acronym. Members have approved a strike <laughs> against the uh, video game industry with a 98.32% voting of yes. That's amazing. Companies so far included are Insomniac, Disney, Warner Brothers, Epic Games, Activision, and EA. I'm chuffed. I'm chuffed a bit for this. They've needed this for years. Oh, absolutely. This was... does not actually mean they'll go on strike. It's no, all about the bargaining session. No, but it just shows the, the backing that they've got yes. and that it's going to happen. Might not happen soon, but it's gonna happen now. Pay your writers. Pay pay everyone. Just pay people for what they're worth. If they're putting the work in, pay them. What's that? Uh, Sag after as uh, voice actors. Is it just oh. voice actors that one then? Well, well, it's it's actors in general. It's an acting union, but um, yeah. in regards to the video but game still, industry, it's it's voice actors. I mean, uh, voice uh, actors in video games, they just get paid for the job, don't they? They usually, yeah, they usually get paid a day rate. Uh, Je- Jennifer Hale, I see an interview with her. I think she said for the first for the first Mass Effect game, I think she was paid like four hundred pound a day. That was it. Fuck. Wow. And she she has got some dialogue in that game. 
just a just a smidge of dialogue as yeah. Venture. <laughs> it's going to go back wow. to the days where the devs do the uh, voice acting. <laughs> the dark <devs. laughs> yeah. Don't open that door. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Actually, if you want to hear some of that, watch some clips of the original System Shock and like the 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 dialogue that the is they just shocking? got random. Well, it's because that it's the story from that game is delivered entirely via voice notes. So they had like a professional actor for Showdown who was the only character with a voice in the game, <laughs> yeah. but all the voice notes is just random people who grabbed from the office. Like none of them are actors. <laughs> like Linda, Ken get Levi- in here. Yeah, no, you're literally like that. Yeah, like Ken Levine has done like three different ones and all that, and they're all fucking terrible. It's great. <laughs> Nothing's you better than my all time favorite, Altered Beast. That is from your glaze. Oh. <laughs> that's why I love listening to the last podcast on the left, because that's in their theme tunes here. That is from your grave. It's, three or it's four just, times it's just a Japanese man putting on a very, very bad English accent. <laughs> that is from your glaze. It's awful. <laughs> Stephen Hawking's in Gauntlet. Elf Williams Ford. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't Baby think he man. was. I don't think he was. Oh god! Oh. Rest your soul. Rest your soul. Poor Stephen Hawkins. But national treasure. After, as a little link, after 146 days of strikes by the Writers Guild of America, yeah. who was seeking a better deal and fair pay, etc., for the members of the studios, it appears Hollywood might finally be able to. Re- Release a breath that's been holding for months. A tentative deal between the union and the AMPTP was reached after days of extensive negotiation. That's good. Yes. I mean, should they have got, really um, even got protection to... against... God, sorry. I was just going to say, they've also um, secured following protections against AI as well. AI can't write or that rewrite library thing, material. AI-generated I mean, material will not be considered source material. Um, a writer can choose to use AI, but the studio can't require the writer to use AI software. Studios must disclose to writers if any materials given to them have been generated by AI. And the WGA reserves the right to assert that expo- exploitation of writers' material to train AI is prohibited by the agreement of or other law. That 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 last one is the big one because yeah, that, that's the big one because that's the one that can start taking down people like uh, OpenAI because. Yeah. No one has tested it in the courts yet because ChatGPT and stuff like that are all trained on data and they're all trained on other people's creative works. So um, I'm waiting for the first court case to come up where someone goes, well, hang on a second, I made this art. Why is ChatGPT or Stable Diffusion or whatever using that without crediting me? Yeah. Because this art that I created is not in the public domain. You've just scraped Google Images, you know? So yeah. That's going to be the interesting one. And if the WGA have put that reservation into the contract, then that means they can pretty much go after OpenAI quite easily. It reminds me of like, I mean, I weren't alive, but the interpolation stuff with music industry and stuff like that and the, all that. We've gone through this on every single jump in technology, haven't we? Like, yeah, your song sounds like mine. Your film's my film. Your book reads like my book. Now it's my intellectual property has been scraped by a robot. <laughs> and it's, I don't know how they thought this wasn't going to happen. And then this, this strike shouldn't have needed to happen in the first place because we yeah. should be cherishing it and protecting that, well, that artistry, in my opinion. Well, well, yeah, I mean, this 145 days of being on strike has cost the studios more than it would have if they just paid them in the fucking yeah, first place. Why has this happened in the first and because, I think a lot because, of it because is, America, is it... America is all about fucking union busting because it's a horrible capitalist landscape. 
It is, isn't it? It's not. It's not land of the free, is it? <laughs> well, it is if you've got billions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose. But I, I'm just glad that we, we, we're getting to some kind of resolution. I'm, for them, I don't give a fuck about my consumption of media and stuff like that. It's just not fair. It's just not been fair, and I'm glad. I'm glad um, that they've took so much money from them. <laughs> it's so good. But yeah, next. PlayStation boss Jim Ryan will be stepping down at the end of March 2024. I can't Sony Interactive it. Entertainment's president and CEO. Um, hasn't always been popular, but he does uh, leave behind... Um, I don't know what you want to say, really, about it. He certainly kept the brand going, and certainly through the difficult times, particularly like the uh, pandemic, when they had troubles with the chips and stuff. But at The PS3 generation. <laughs> yeah, PlayStation's still going as a brand. It's done very well. Just maybe he, start, he started at Sony in like 93, 94, didn't he? Something like that. During, during development and just before release. Um, I, I read that something about he didn't like that he worked for that company but lived in Europe, so it, it was very difficult to, to continue being with that company and leading that company. But I don't really know him that much. Well, Do you know what I mean? He's it, not a personality, if you get me. No, he's he, he's not mm-hmm. he's not he's not like any he's not. any he's not like Phil Spencer or anybody like that who no mixed and that's the problem that Sony's had. Yeah, so so Is Sony ha- so well Sony have an image of being this kind of faceless corporation. Yeah. Um, whereas like Nintendo don't have that because you know you've got people like Miyamoto up front, but you've also then got like um, the guys who do the, who always host the direct. Yeah. You know their personalities. I mean, you used to have Reggie and stuff, and you used to have Reggie. And Xbox has got Phil Spencer and Todd Howard and like all these people from all these different studios who are yeah, front and center. You're right, aren't you? Whereas Sony, Jim Ryan never turns up to out. Like all the state of play. You, you used to see him odd, the odd time at a big event, didn't you? Yeah, very but it was odd, always, very rarely. But, but a big and corporate it, event, not a big like publicity yes, event. Yes, in a suit. Um, yeah. And it's also, it's also worth bearing in mind, like under Jim Ryan, like Sony's output has pivoted towards more live service stuff. Yeah, they haven't released, which isn't always popular. It's very unpopular. Like, look at Foam Stars; it looks like shite. Um, More on that later. Yeah. Um, then they've got a lack of um, exclusives for the PS4. Like, granted, some of that is because the pandemic pushing stuff back, but like Microsoft are now yeah. starting to get get a decent churn of uh, exclusives for Game Pass. What what Microsoft are doing that Sony aren't doing? There's also Microsoft the PlayStation Four evolving. Yeah, the portal. But 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 Microsoft are evolving. PlayStation is resting on the laurels of the past fifteen yeah. years. That's the difference. And you can't expect to be number one because they are number one. But you can't expect to continue being number one when people start clicking on the. Hang on, these other guys on the other side, the green guys, they're trying something new. They're they're doing they're they're pushing boundaries. They're doing that kind of thing. And even mm. on my side, I don't own an Xbox, but it's exciting. Over the other side, do you know what I mean? I'm looking over, going, "Oh, that looks fun. That looks exciting." Yeah. Well, listen, Sony have got no you excitement. You haven't got PlayStation <laughs> Plus, have you? You haven't got PlayStation I, Plus, have you? No, I'm not that. I'm not that. So uh, it was either I think it was last month they announced uh, whatever games it was for PlayStation Plus, and one of them was like Star Ocean. Uh, I think the latest one that they did. Yeah. And then as part of the premium or essential deal, you got literally every other Star Ocean RPG as part of that as well, which is great if you're into RPGs. But if you're not, hey, that's yeah. just 
This, th- this worthless month. to you as games, you know. I just don't understand that. They're not very cracking games, game to pass. be fair, mate. At least this, it's a bit more varied. This, this month, varied. This month's PS Plus game is the Callisto Protocol. <laughs> yeah, I thought you'd bring that up. That's like saying, throw your money at us for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, like but Gadget says, that's sin. not really gone down too well. So yeah, they, it's, they, they it's, just... he's he's pushed the business in a, in a weird place. Whereas yeah, as you said, Oodles, Microsoft has kind of tried to evolve things. Yeah, and with, with some success and some failures. But you but can see tried. that they're that they're moving to this kind of cloud game pass place, which I've been using. I am an Xbox user without an Xbox console. It's yeah. mad, isn't it? Whereas... It's mad, and that's what that's my primary Xbox adventure is using yeah. the cloud, and it works. Whereas PlayStation are trying to, well, sorry, Sony are trying to carry on the traditional console every five to seven years. It's just not going to work with hardware because I mean, yeah. yeah, there's the PlayStation Cloud stuff, but they haven't really invested it's not good. in it. And you can only do, I think you can still only do PS3 games on it if I remember rightly. Like I've never used it, whereas I've used Xbox. You can do PS4. You can do PS4 remote play in the set, but you can't do cloud away. Like I mm. played Xbox games at work, and. I did. I did. I did a little bit of um, uh, Baldur's Gate three from the PlayStation, but it's a mess. Yeah, it's a mess. It just blah, blah 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 blah, and then you get you get them that little warning at the bottom, that little X at the bottom. Like this is not going to work. <laughs> kind of thing. But that means my PlayStation's on at home. The Xbox thing, I don't own it, and I'm still on yeah. an Xbox. PlayStation's still on at home, chewing up electricity. Yeah, I have exactly. to say, I've had, free. I've had barely any spare time this week. And if it weren't for the cloud, I would not have played Starfield at all. I've literally got my little um, yeah. turtle beach thing for my phone. I've been playing away yeah. and it's fine. It chugs along it all works, right. It works, doesn't it? It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the best graphics because it's on your phone. Well, but... yeah, no, of course. I mean, but if you're just pottering around, not a exactly. problem. Exactly, it works. It fucking works. Like, I know if Baldur's Gate 3 comes out on Xbox and it's on Game Pass, I'll play that on my phone for hours. Do you know what I mean? I'll just yeah. will. I know I will because it's a game you don't need super fast 60 frames per second. No, like I can't, yeah. imagine, play, I can't imagine playing like Call of Duty on No, no but you can. You <laughs> no, can. You, I mean, you, you can, can, but I can't imagine yeah. doing it. Yeah, the latency would wow. be a bit of a nightmare. But, but like it's, a, a turn-based game or something you, like Stardew it. Valley or something like that. Great yeah, it just shows you that the, 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 the Yanks are trying. They're trying, they're trying new things and the Japanese are just, we're, we're honourable. We're not changing anything. We're not doing nothing. <laughs> and Nintendo are just being Nintendo. <laughs> they, they've always just been them, aren't they? They don't care. They're a toy, they're a toy manufacturer. They don't, they don't, they don't Which I guess is, it's even more remarkable then that PlayStation is still technically the leader. When you it's got a great name. Now Microsoft. It's got a great naming convention uh, for the consoles as well. It's very simple to understand which one that. you're buying. It sells out the arse in Japan. <laughs> Absolutely it does, yeah. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. But yeah, um, bye, Jim. See you. <laughs> Next. Well, also say goodbye to some PlayStation accounts because uh, the most looked for Google search at the time was delete PlayStation accounts due to um, <laughs> their alleged security breach. It, Google registered, as part of its trends, a 277% increase in delete PlayStation account searches <laughs> following an alleged data breach earlier this week. A ransomware yeah. group claimed to have successfully compromised all of Sony's systems with the stolen data purportedly up for sale. Japanese giant has responded by insisting it's investigating the situation. 
We got our best men on the job. I got an email about it saying that my account might be compromised. Blah 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 blah. I think think people going in searching like delete PlayStation again. It's all well and good. They already have the data. Yeah. Yeah. Just make sure. Put two-factor authentication on all your purchases. I've got it on everything. Exactly. You're fine. No one's going to steal it from you. Every single internet-based thing I've got is two-factor, and since since its inception, I've always said, "Get that." My kids have got it. Wife's got it. All the customers at my at my work when I tell them get this initiated, and I I feel like I'm doing my bit. Yeah, Google protect people. Yeah, Google Authenticator or your or your phone number. To rate great things. It's just it's just a simple line of code, isn't it? And you yep. pop it in, boom, works. Last time Do this it. happened, which is almost ten years ago, um, almost approximately seventy seven million PlayStation Network users' details were exposed. It's insane. That's a lot. Mm. I, I wasn't a, 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 a PlayStation user then. Um, I, I wasn't anything user then apart from um, Game Boy Advanced. I was. <laughs> That's all I had. And um, I, I was talking to you guys in Discord about it. I was like, I can't believe that happened. Did it make yeah. national news? It must have done. It did, yeah. It did. That's massive. That's huge. How do you come back from that? And you've also got that thing with... You know, the game share accounts as well. You could only play games that you owned on your PlayStation. So if you had anything else on there, you were locked out because you couldn't ver- really? you get online to verify your games. So that was a bit tricky. I've never done that game sharing thing. I don't trust my friends. <laughs> really don't. It's fine. It's fine. It's nice to have nice friends, I suppose. Um, yeah, next. Epic Games has been laying off almost 900 employees, and the Fall Guys devs have been hit hard as well. Oh. Uh, this is probably due to <laughs> trying to cover their costs of that fine that they got the other week. But uh, memos were sent out to workers earlier this week. Chief Executive Tim Sweeney said the company had been spending a lot more money than it was earning for quite some time. He said, I've long been <laughs> oh, optimistic shit. that we could power through this transition without layoffs, but in retrospect, I see this was unrealistic. Why is And on top of the news, creative... Oh. Why is Tim Sweeney allowed to be in charge of Epic? Like, <laughs> he had this idea, Epic Game Store, great. Free games to people, fantastic. But someone has to pay for them, and it comes out of Epic's money. And no one goes on to Epic yeah. Game Store to buy anything. They just go on for the people free games. People just getting the free shit. And yeah, Epic makes yeah. a lot of money from Fortnite and from the Unreal Engine, stuff like that. I get that. But at the same time, if they've been running, if they've been running at a loss for the four years or so that the Epic Game Store has been out or however long it's been. And it's got to the point where he has to lay off nearly a thousand employees. Tim Sweeney should be fucking one of them. Why is he not not stepping down? Why is he not retiring? That must have cost them. Uh, So, hang on, what's what's their their premier title? Is it Fortnite their their flagship? Yeah, Fortnite's their their big moneymaker. What was it before that? Uh, it probably would have been the Unreal Engine itself. Mm. Yeah, the engine itself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They still promote that on the store when you uh, go onto it. It's the first thing you see. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, you see it at the beginning of nearly every fucking game you play, don't you? Um, it's, it's weird. I mean, did the, did Epic do Gears of War and stuff like that? Yeah, were it then? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just trying to think when I see their logo pop up on a game. Like they've been a successful studio. Well, they've been a successful studio for quite a long time, but the engine is where they make most of their money. Um, of course, yeah. But Tim Sweeney's been in charge of them since, like, like he created them when they were like they were called Epic Mega Games. 
had club that changed that fucking yeah. name. But that, that, that was back in the 90s <laughs> when it was like the shareware scene, when Tim Sweeney created it. He was a ah. teenager or something like that. Maybe that's why he's still in charge, because they're all just like, oh, he's, but the he's problem, the dad. The problem is it's a publicly traded company now. Like Someone has to, someone has to answer <laughs> yeah. for the fact that they've been running at There'll a loss. There'll be a board for, of directors saying, get years. rid of that man. <laughs> get rid of him. He's insane. But again, Fortnite's an absolute behemoth, isn't it? It's it's fucking massive. Even with that lawsuit that they had and they had to pay billion and whatever, that's not going to take a hit off that game's revenue. Yeah. No, it's something, it was insane. 500 million, wasn't it? And they, they earned that in about three days. They made that same day. Yeah. <laughs> they made it back. <laughs> They've just launched a new thing on uh, Fortnite because my son came and told me. He went, come and watch this. And I was watching it. I'm like, why is everyone there that I know? Every single like <laughs> like character ever. He's like the rock's in it, <laughs> the rock, and he's fighting Wolverine. <laughs> it's weird, so strange. Weird to hear that he can play as the Xenomorph in it. <clears throat> you can, and the, the Xenomorph can like he can fly a jet. Yeah, like, <laughs> none of it makes sense. It don't. I, I watch it and like, and, and I'm like, oh, build something. He's like, oh, we don't build on Fortnite anymore. I'm like, what? That's what it was. It was a building shooter. No, nope, they don't build anymore. It's weird. I just, I feel so old. When you, you sit and watch a kid on Fortnite, you feel so fucking old. Yeah. I, try, I tried learning Awful. how to play a Fortnite so I could play with my nephew, and it's just like, no. It's too unless much, you have the, Unless you have the reactions of a 12-year-old, it ain't going to happen. No. <laughs> They've got different tiers of loot now. Where, do you know how you used to have the, the common, ultra-rare, blah, 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 and then the purple ones and, and your gold ones? There's, there's some steps above now. There's like platinum, <laughs> silvers, and stuff. I'm like, what is going on? I don't understand. I'm, I'm so, quite happy to be aged out of that game. <laughs> I am definitely aged out of that. What did they have? Yeah. What, what was it? It was, it was Beetlejuice. There were, there, were, there were just a one-on-one with son, and he got a battle royale. He was playing as Beetlejuice, and he was, he was against Chuck Norris. I'm like, how does a kid know who Chuck Norris is? <laughs> and Beetlejuice. <laughs> He doesn't. Chuck Norris knows the kid. That's it. That's probably it. Wild, but yeah, let's get rid of Tim Sweeney then. That's probably the only uh, remedy to save those. But I mean, Fall Guys was big for about a week, weren't it? It was. It, it, to be fair, Fall Guys has been kind of pottering on quite happily it. in the background. Like, it's got a consistent audience. It's mm. a fun game. I liked it. I think I thought it was good. But yeah, God, it's a shame, isn't it? Thousand workers. That includes the director and writer, Ed Fear. He said he was also affected by the layoffs as well. God, it's you. At Mediatronic. Mediatronic. My heart goes out to him. I hope they all find jobs. Next. You can take your Xbox games to all new levels on MetaQuest 3 with Xbox Cloud Gaming. You can play hundreds of high-quality Xbox games, (laughs) including Halo Infinite, Starfield, and Forza, Forza Motorsport. All on a massive screen you can take with you anywhere. Subscription required. It's basically just like watching Netflix on VR. You just get a really big screen to play it on. Mm-hmm. He, says it. You, he says you can take it anywhere. Good luck taking that on a bus and not getting nicked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. I'll take it to your, your rooftop party or your basketball game, like the, like your candy switch. Everyone yeah. knows yeah. you take your switch there. Well, exactly. I've had some rooftop parties since I bought switch. I know. I never um, stopped. It's also worth pointing out, it's not just on the Quest 3. It's on the Quest 2 will do it as well, because it's just the Xbox Cloud Gaming app. That's it used, all it what is. did it used to be called? Oculus, wasn't it? Oculus, Oculus. yeah. Which I prefer was that, because it means eyes. means eyes. I mean, mine still has the Oculus branding on it, because I got it when it was before they changed the name. My son's 
Quest 2 is meta. Me- it says meta. Meta on the box. Yeah, it says meta. Huh. That was a pig to set up that fucking thing. Oh, the, oh, oh God, it was a nightmare. The, the, they're they're a, they're a dickhead. If I because because I, I I play on mine infrequently, but I do play on it when there's something I'm interested in. Yeah, and if if you haven't logged into it for like a couple of months or something like that, one the battery's dead, so you got to charge the fucker. Yeah, um, and then you go in, and then it won't sign into your account. So you got to get the app on your phone. Nope. Then you've got to remember what yep. your fa- what your Facebook login is. <laughs> it's, 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 I just want to play fucking Beat Saber. I'm here two hours later, <laughs> troubleshooting. It's so bad, and it's like typing your password with laser pens. <laughs> it's awful. Oh no, the fucking the fucking worst the worst one is when you try to log in, and it and it and it says open the MetaQuest app. And then type this code into his. I've got a visor on my head. I can't see me fucking phone. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody puts it into that like mode where you can see kind of black and white, but you can't no, see your phone because it don't light your phone up, does it? No. Oh, it's awful. Such an nightmare. awful thing. It's a, the, the thing is the quest is great and the VR is fantastic, but it's Absolutely. such a piss poor user experience to get into the fucker. <laughs> <laughs> my son's looking to sell his. He's had enough already, and I told him that last Christmas. Says so you're going to get bored. He did. He said that. I remember you saying yeah, that, actually. T- yeah, 10 months he lasted with it. Yeah, and he's just not... I'm like, you're not playing Gorm or anything that you want. I'm bored. I'm sick of it. Can I sell it? I'm like, it's your thing, mate. <laughs> not, hang, not hanging out with pedophiles on Rec Room, is he? No, I won't let him go and stuff like because it's linked to my stuff. I see everything is done, and I don't let him chat. There's no chat mode on any of the games. It's, it's, it's even, I even got him Resident Evil 4 for it and stuff, and he's flipping, and he's beat that. And I know it's not for kids, but fuck it. <laughs> well, just okay. he's just bored of it. Just give him the remake on the iPhone 15 when it comes in. Oh, yeah, mm. like I'm getting him an iPhone 15. <laughs> <laughs> already got a Galaxy S22. Okay, <laughs> you spoil all right. Spoil you all that, don't you? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. My first bomb, <clears throat> gonna second bomb doesn't get anything. I'm joking. She's she, she, she sat in the corner of the kitchen just banging pots together for entertainment. No, oh, she's got an iPhone 12. <laughs> a Nokia. <laughs> oh, she's got an iPhone 12. She's, she's absolutely fine. I, I wish. I'd love a Blackberry. But anyway, next. I was hoping to uh, preview uh, Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty DLC, but the uh, request I sent was denied. Oh. But I'm not bitter. Anyway, Cyberpunk patch 2.1 announced due to game-breaking corruption bug on the PS5. Yes, there's a rather nasty issue with Phantom Liberty, specifically on PS5. Well, it's unclear just how widespread this problem is. Um, There are a lot of people upset on, would you believe it, Reddit and social media. Basically, save files are somehow being corrupted, preventing players from loading them up. They potentially lose hundreds of hours of playtime. They are currently investigating the issue. I mean, to be fair, that's, bad a, as, that, that seems like a very good reason to be pissed off about it. But not as bad as my no. issue when I played um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla and I lost 82 hours of gameplay because of the cloud save. You know, the, yeah. Ubisoft used to do the cloud saves. All corrupted. I thought, I thought fuck it, I did it all again. <laughs> I went straight <laughs> through it. A, a lesser man would have gone, no, no. That's me and that done. Nah, I, I, I just did it again because I'm an idiot. But that was that was the only time I've lost that much amount of um, gameplay and time and effort, and it stung me. That really did. So I, I feel for these um, these people. It's a shame. Next, Peter Molly News Blockchain Business Sim Legacy gets an October release. The up and coming blockchain business sim from Fable Creator, um, according to the game's publisher Gala Games, specialises in this blockchain Web three business. 
Legacy's upcoming launch is more than just a game release. In its words, this is beginning an extraordinary journey where creativity, strategy, and business innovation meet. With money laundering. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> this is the I don't the, understand the biggest... any of that. What is that all about? Uh, it's, it's just the biggest swerve I've ever fought in my life. I am avoiding this like the plague. It sounds horrendous. And it's Peter Molyneux. The man is full of lies. So I, lo- I looked into this one. The reason why I put this in here is because this game sounds fucking hilarious. So it, it, it's a business sim game. With, and it's got kind of like a really kind of cutesy graphics to it. And, you know, it looks nice. Uh, and, and the sales pitch is found your own business and grow it into a mega corporation through the power of your creativity and the superiority of your commercial prowess and the strength of your competitive nature. So a business sim, you know? Yeah. They've, they've um, existed before, haven't they? Yeah. So the thing is, you can go in on the website and click um, buy land. Buy because, land? Buy land. Because Uh-oh. the game is NFTs. Oh, no. <laughs> you oh, can, no. You can buy... So, like, like for for instance, I mean, I'm here on... If I look on the the ancient levels... You can buy the Heart of London deed, which is like the seems to be one of the most expensive one. That is sold out. It's completely well, sold out. There was one of the, one of them made, and it sells for I don't even know what this fucking cryptocurrency is, but it sold for sixty three point one six zero eight of M, and I don't know what that crypto is. That must be a new one, Molyneux coins. Madness. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, you can you, you can basically buy land in the game as an NFT. Which means, just... that, means that when you go into the game and create your, your business, you have that land exclusively. Yes, but this seems so but corrupt. Then could, but then you could sell your business as an NFT in it when you get when oh, the game no. gives you... It is we so all know they're worthless. Cr- but they're worthless. It's so corrupt oh. and it's so funny. I have been oh. howling about this for <laughs> ages. Oh. Candy's like, how much could I invest? <laughs> Just thinking, <laughs> yeah. I mean, would it not be about well, whatever? It didn't. It didn't well, take much. When, when, when I got into when I got into uh, crypto, Kenny, I mean, Candy was there along the way, uh, for the ride with me as well. She was doing mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Probably I still got, is. The, 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 the games, obviously, like business sims have their own currency. Yeah. So the currency in this one is called Legacy Coin. It's a new cryptocurrency currency that you can earn by playing Legacy. Legacy Coin fuels the in-game economy, gives users access to exclusive NFTs, and allows landowners to hire more business partners. The future of Legacy Coin is unlimited, with ever more integrations on the way. And as a landowner, you'll be able to start your own business association in the world blockchain while playing and earning in Legacy along with your business partners. Landowners have the power to hand legacy keys to others, making them business partners and providing a doorway into legacy in a return for a healthy share on all legacy coin they earn. It's a win-win situation. This is what the fucking website (laughs) said. It's amazing. Peter Molyneux is so corrupt. (laughs) He is. He's a crook. He's a shyster. He's like the Del Boy of the gaming industry. (laughs) What what bothers me, though, is like games from 10, 15 years ago, EVE Online has done economies with euros, with real money, tangible money, <laughs> and it works. You don't have to go through this crypto blockchain bullshit. I, d- I just don't get it, man. I don't get it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find nope. the conversion rate like on, on what this land costs. Probably about 50 quid a fucking metre. 
Actually, actually, to be fair, looking at it, he's done a fucking blinder because all of the land on no, the website is sold out. Oh, I thought you, I thought you were going to say, I'm in. He's just, he's, I'm just signed up. <laughs> I've just bought some. <laughs> oh right, okay. So, 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 so that M on on the on the cryptocurrency thing that I saw was million. So, however, million what? of that of of that um, crypto cr- cryptocurrency. Because I've just gone looking at the lower tiers now, and they actually have a number next to them. I'm just desperate to find out what the conversion rate is because it's really, really. Come on, buy one. Well, I can't because they're all fucking sold out. <laughs> so he's doing well then. <laughs> he's doing really well. That's what I'm saying. He's run a fucking blinder here. So that so that London one is 63.16 million of whatever this fucking cryptocurrency is. What if, and I mean, come at me, Peter, with your lawyers if you want, but what if the devs have just pretended that they're sold out to <laughs> create fervor and people wanting it, and then there's going to be a big announcement saying, lands back up, lands back and everyone's just going to, Purchase it thinking that they've got an opportunity. Wouldn't put it past Molyneux that would not put it past him. Right. Okay. Right. So 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 you can, you can, you can convert the convert them into Ethereum. Which yes, is, we um, can do that then. We, yeah. Which which is which is something I can look up. So yeah. Uh, how how much is that Eth in on the GDP? fly mathematics, guys? This is I'm getting rock hard here. <laughs> that London thing was one thousand three hundred seventy-five dollars. Oh, oh God! Oh, wow! And someone bought it. Oh God! You reckon that's why Stig's not here today? <laughs> the mayor of London. He's then, mowing grass. He's sat there mowing the grass of his land. Oh, this is just. I honestly hope gaming does not go down this trajectory. I hope it all crumbles and people lose thousands of pounds. And it sounds it sounds like I'm being asked to just innocent people, but I don't think you are innocent if you're getting into this. I think you're you're evil. Trust me, I was evil for a bit. Or a moron. Or a moron. And her grand's probably not much to you. It's just disgusting. I think Peter Molyneux is an absolute sycophant. He's just a he's just a prick. He's a, ch- he's a chancer. <clears throat> Remember when he was a little bit wee, a bit dodgy. Yeah, that's what he is. Remember when he he lied and said, This new game, Fable, the choice is all, and it's such unlimited choice. And then you play it like, Huh? There's not much choice. I can be good or bad. Yeah, binary choices throughout. (laughs) And then we're looking at games now, like Baldur's Gate, and it's like, Yeah, you literally can more or less go with your choice what you want. And there's other games that have been, it's just ridiculous, man. He's such a (laughs) shyster. I don't like him. People tend to. They hold him rate sky eyes because he did. Um... I don't think many people do anymore. I think uh, they I used think a lot to. Of people... uh, no, no. What, did he, what games did he make? What games did he make? Uh, many... so, Sim so City. No, not Sim City. That's Sid Meier, isn't it? No, Sid Meier. No, he was in Populous. the. He was in the early bull, uh, Bullfrog game, so it was popular. Syndicate. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, theme yeah, that's po- it. Uh, uh, theme, theme hospital. Theme. Yeah. Was, Black and white. Black and white. Black and white was a great game. Goddess. <laughs> Goddess was not a great game. It was barely a game. <laughs> And that cube, that cube game that he did. <laughs> He's such a fucking yeah. shyster. He, he is. Oh, I'd love to headbutt him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew you'd love that prick. story. That's why I put it in there. Oh, God, dick. Such a capitalist pig. Next. Speaking of morons, the iPhone 15 Pro owners will soon be able to buy a Resident Evil 4 remake for approximately £58. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> £58 or $60 on your phone. Oh, wow. I've got no words. I've got no words. 
That reminds me of the app, that millionaires app that cost a million dollars, and it just said, what are you, oh, you, are, you, "You are a millionaire." <laughs> oh, that's so bad. <laughs> that's so expensive to play a game on your phone. Oh, I'm sorry. Next, I've got no words for that. <laughs> I just or, feel a bit sick. You can go to uh, Capcom Town the uh, 40th anniversary website for Capcom and play original Breath of Fire, available to play for free in a browser. You can also play, along with that, Ghosts and Goblins, Super Ghosts and Ghouls, and Breath of Fire. Oh, sorry, I've already said that. Uh, also has Street Fighter 2, Mega Man, Mega Man 2, Mega Man X, and Final Fight, all in browsers. That's good. That's fun. It's a fun way to have a website, isn't it? Yeah, surprisingly generous for Capcom. <laughs> very, very generous for Capcom. <laughs> That's mad. I can't get over 50-odd quid for that. I can't get over it. <laughs> the, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking now you'd have to get... to buy on PS5. <clears throat> no, you'd have, to get th- you'd have to get three £20 iTunes vouchers yeah. to get it. Oh, <laughs> that's insane. Oh, wow. And you'd have and a couple, worth, of, worth, couple worth, of quid left for Angry Birds. Ooh. Worth bearing <laughs> in mind that the VR version of the original Resident Evil 4 on the Quest was only 30 quid. And fantastic. And that was a complete reworking of the game. Yeah. Really good. Even this is like just that. the PS5 version ported to a phone, which technically <laughs> is technically is impressive. But I'm not going to play a 15 hour game on a fucking phone. The phone hasn't got 15 hours of battery life. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll play a fucking 2048 on my phone. That's that's the kind of game I want on my phone. Just something I can absolutely. waste time with on the toilet. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. I, I honestly, apart from the emulator stuff I've got on my phone because of my, my, my um, Razer Kishi and stuff and, and using the Xbox app, I don't have any downloaded proper games. I just have the old emulator stuff. Do you know that barely takes a knock on any battery or anything? Yeah. I couldn't imagine having a, a full game on your phone. Controlling games on a, on a touchscreen just kind of sucks. Minging. No. Minging. Don't get it. Next. That's shocking, that. Over to the world of film and TV. Expend Four Balls flops with 8.3 million debut. What's that? The action <laughs> thriller starring Sylvester Stallone and Jason oh, Statham. Misfired in ex- <laughs> yeah, Xbox Office. They put a four in the middle. Uh, in the box office debut. Yeah, that's a low point. I mean, I didn't even know we're out. No one wanted it. I no. didn't know we're out. I haven't seen the second one. The first two are had- fine. The third one is fucking god awful. Is that the one with Chuck Norris in? Yeah. 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 Oh dear. Although, would you believe it? Without encouraging reviews or positive word of mouth, the opening weekend figures weren't anywhere near close to its predecessors. Expendables 3 had 15.8 million, the uh, 2012 sequel with 28.5 million, and 2010's original Expendables with 34.8 million. Some people like it. It's almost as if, though, cinema goers want something more than just 60 year old 80s <laughs> stars kissing each other on a screen. Well, I think. I think the first Expendables worked, and, and was, it was a gimmick, big... wasn't it? it, was... well, it, it like, yeah, it, it, it was a gimmick because it's like, oh my god, all these like classic yeah. action stars together in a film. The, the same, the same way that um, that what, what was that Prison Break one with uh, Arnie and Sl- and Stallone in it? Um, prison Break. <laughs> yeah, they had to get out of a prison. I can't, I can't, I can't, <clears throat> yeah, it was can't... Supermax facility, weren't it? Yeah. And that worked because it was Arnie and Stallone in a film together, finally, after the first rivalry time, yeah. years. Yeah. And like people go to watch it for that. Whereas like when you do the yeah. second one, it's like, eh, okay, I enjoyed the first one. It's Seen fine. Him. And by the time you get to the third one, it's like, really, this again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
It's diminishing and some returns. Of them, some of them actors on their own individually are great actors, aren't they? They can do their own stuff. But yeah. when they put them all oh, yeah, together... Tony Cruz is in it, Jet Li. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When you put them all together and they're all trying to jostle for a bit of screen time and then they get Luke Hemsworth. Go on, brilliant. Bring Luke Hemsworth in. Everyone's, <laughs> everyone's favourite Hemsworth. <laughs> it's just bollocks, man. I'm not into it. I'm, some people probably love it, don't they? But I, if you want to watch an action film, and again, I've, I mock them, but it's a lot more cerebral and a lot more impactful. Is watch the John Wick films. There's, there's more to them, and it's one bloke. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's, there's a lot more going on. There's a lot more nuance to it, and choreography is fantastic and stuff. I think, I think ex- the, Expendables is ridiculous. It's just men shooting machine guns. I think the biggest crime of the Expendables films is they have Terry Crews in them and they don't use them. Like, he is funny. I, one of the Let funniest men. Thing. Yeah, he is yeah. so funny, but he's not allowed to be, is he? He's not, yeah, he's not allowed to upstage Bear Stallone. <clears throat> or Mickey Rock with his face that doesn't <laughs> move. Mickey Rock. That is a face. <laughs> his face doesn't move. Mickey, are you sad? Can't you tell? I'm smiling. No, Mickey, I can't tell. <laughs> Oh my god! Have you seen those clips of uh, Gary Boosie around on the internet <laughs> oh, with the buttered, buttered sausage or whatever he says? Oh man, <laughs> I was cracked <laughs> up. At that. Real, that, that is AI. That's AI, isn't it? Yeah. Is yeah. that? Is it really? Yeah. yeah, yeah it's, it's not, not really. Oh, saying that. <laughs> I had no idea. I just seen the clip. And I just thought, sausage. Man, what's you hear our buttered sausage? It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Next. Uh, James Gunn has confirmed that John Cena, Viola Davis, and Zolo um, Maraduena, I think it is, will be all part of the new DCU going forward. Good. Great. John Cena were really Kate. good in, um, in um, uh, the Suicide Squad. Peacemaker. Peacemaker. And Peacemaker. <coughs> Suicide Squad, yeah. The Suicide Squad, yeah. He, the, yeah. The, and Viola the Davis. The only Suicide Squad film. Always good. <laughs> the only Suicide Squad film, yeah. yeah. Viola da- Davis is always good. So, yeah, this this is... DCEU might become good. It might become good. I mean, it's it's their crown for the taking with the way fucking Marvel have fucked it recently. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, Loki starts soon. Let's see if they can capture the, recapture the beauty of the last season. I doubt it. Looking at wow. the last fucking few stuff they've done. <laughs> Christ. I never even finished um, Samuel L. Jackson's Secret Invasion. Never... Uh, I heard, heard that was finish it. awful. Did not finish it. Oh, it's a shame, isn't it? Next. The one that you've all been asking for, and I know you have all asked for this, uh, and you're all guilty, a reboot of The Office is in development. <laughs> what? Greg Daniels will return as a showrunner. Uh, yep. Hang yeah. on. Hang what on, though. Greg Daniels is great, of... but yes. if it's just a reboot as in a new cast and not copying, it could potentially work. I mean, it worked once, didn't it? The American This reboot. is what I mean. <clears throat> what if yeah, it's just the, a modern day version of because the, the American office stopped being it's not modern do you know what I mean it's not modern anymore it's 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 whether they take the approach of remaking it or rebooting it like if they try and have another yes. Michael Scott like it's it's gonna work. If, 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 they, if they try and like create the, the office over again and have the same archetypes for the characters so like yeah it's not the, gonna the, work the, is it the, the cringy boss the kind of weird main character the fucking foil to him and then like yeah. keeping the same kind of background characters, it isn't going to work because the original office was a lightning in the bottle thing, which is better than the British office. Like it's rare that a yeah. US remake is better than the British version. What if they have characters called Tom and Dwayne instead of <laughs> Jim and, uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. If they're doing that, then I'm not bothered. I w- I'd rather them just doing a, a, a fresh 
new team, fresh people. Maybe you could bring Stanley over. Maybe you got a transfer. <laughs> I mean, you could you could have one character. Yeah, I think I, I think <clears throat> also like I think because Greg Daniels left uh, when he finished with the office, he went to do Parks and Rec. <clears throat> it's like how's he going to pitch? How's he going to pitch this? Is he going to go as surreal as Parks and Rec did? Because that got strange. It got stranger than the office, <laughs> didn't it? Yeah, because they, they, they could oh. lean into it. So yeah, it'll be all people on Zoom calls and working from home. The not office. This. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. We, there is a take there that could exist, and there's a gap in the market for that. Yeah, but it's uh, a very <clears> fine needle to thread. It's yeah, probably I'm not, not going to hit it. No. And, and knowing nowadays, if the first season doesn't hit, don't bother. There won't, won't, won't be another. But if it, I mean, if, if it comes out that, like, oh, Netflix has picked this up, so yeah, it's dead in the season. Absolutely dead, dead, dead in the season. Maybe we'll die. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I do like his output, so benefit of doubt. I don't think I, that's an initial groan for me. I'm not groaning straight away. I want to see who he's was, getting in. It was a why for me. Yeah, could he have done something completely yeah. different again? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's let's see. I just hope it's not going to be crap people in it. You know what I mean? This is Logan Paul's first debut as an actor or someone like, you know, some modern fucking... Ugh. I picked Logan Paul because it's the only thing that came to my head. I don't know young people. <laughs> For all I know, he's older than me. Probably not. Probably not older than me. He's probably a child. Can't even remember what he looks like. Anyway, next. Uh, well, the music, this came uh, a bit out of left field. A uh, man has finally been charged with the murder of Tupac Shakur. Yeah. In finally. Former gang leader, Dwayne Keffy D. Davis, has been charged with Tupac's murder. Is this the gentleman he's that's been saying he's, the... been, he's, he's been... He's killed him for years. Yeah, he's uh, long under the scope of investigators after being indicted by a grand jury in Nevada. Police said Davis was the leader and shot caller of the Southside Compton Crips street gang. Davis has admitted on multiple occasions, including his 2019 tell-all memoir, Compton Street Legend, yeah. that he was in the car from which shots were fired. Yeah, I thought, I thought there's a thing where he's, he's been saying it for years. I killed him. <laughs> I kind Worry about the quality of the officers in the Las Vegas PD. Then, if he's put it that in his book, and no yeah. one has thought, maybe he did it. Maybe too obvious. It. Way too obvious. <laughs> Why would a gang leader shoot another guy affiliated with another gang? It's not known for that. No. That's not what they do. I've they got, shake hands and I've, and play cards. I forgot to put it in the notes, but it says something about when they raided his home, they found. Um, Hard drives, external drives, and a copy of Hip Hop magazine. So it's kind of like, yep, he's guilty. <laughs> <laughs> they found a note on his fridge saying, I killed him. <laughs> Could that be evidence? Who knows? <clears throat> it's ridiculous. I mean, it, a man's, a man's going to, there's justice. So you can't argue about that. Bit too late. Yeah, there's been documentaries on obviously Tupac and uh, my favorite. I mean, he's biggie, got a family, hasn't he? That. Tupac left, left a family alive. You know what I mean? So. They want justice. So you can't yeah. argue with that. Maybe uh, Biggie's murder will also be solved finally. Who knows? Did you say that? Sorry, yeah. just going back. Did you say that they um, took documents from computers and stuff in his house? Like what? Apparently. What documents has he kept? That's 30 years ago. The plan to murder him. <laughs> yeah, like a big map and everything. Spread on this. It's on uh, Windows 95. It's weapon. like a big fucking. Exactly. <laughs> A paint. painting, it's just a drawing Microsoft of two cars and a dead man going, leg pipe, <laughs> gun, gun. He, he, he imported the notes from his Apple Newton to his Windows PC when he, when he upgraded. Yeah, 
<laughs> all, all the details are on a floppy disk. Floppy disk, yeah. A zip drive if there was a lot of it. You've got to have the planned photos, don't you? So, yeah, it would be a took, zip drive. He's took... It took the police twenty years to decrypt them because they didn't have the uh, they didn't have the, they, they've didn't only have got modern drive. PCs. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have a scuzzy drive, so they didn't know what what can we how can we solve this? And there's no Maplins in America. There's no Maplins in Britain anymore. To be fair. Oh god, that makes yeah. me sad. I love how we can start talking about Tupac Shakur and then end up on Maplins. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I, I imagine as American listeners are going, "What the fuck's Maplins?" <laughs> Mecca. <laughs> it was Mecca for some people. People loved it. It's our version of Radio Shack. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely. Next. Uh, finally, sadly, uh, some news was announced this week. Um, are we responsible? We'll let the police work this out. Uh, very topical for us. But Harry Potter actor Sir Michael Gambon has sadly passed away at the age of 82. We did not uh, kill Finally confirmed the news in a statement. He passed away peacefully in hospital. Uh, Sir Gambon leaves behind an incredible acting legacy. He's been on stage and screen for more than 60 years. Um, obviously, apart from everything else that he's done, he's become recently famous as playing Albus Dumbledore in the Oscar-winning feature The King... Oh, sorry, and... <laughs> he did play Dumbledore in The King's Speech. Uh, he, he was uh, obviously... Uh, <laughs> he was in that film as well. But yes, he he's a uh, renowned, uh, famous after taking over from uh, Richard Harris. Mm. Mr. Potter, did you put your name on the goblet? Did you put your name on the goblet? Loved it. And I'm new to I'm new to his 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 oeuvre on Harry Potter, and I've still got more of him to discover on that. But off Harry Potter, he was always there. In the, he was a great like background actor as well. I mean, people forget he was in yeah. uh, Sleepy Hollow. He's brilliant in yeah. Sleepy Hollow. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, he's fucking great in Lair Cake as a gang boss. Yes, he is. <laughs> he's fa- he had the presence to him. He, had, he, he did yes. have a presence that, as, as, that, as, that, as an actor. Yeah, he, he had he had a lot of that quiet gravitas. Like, yeah. the, the, like when I think of Michael, Gavitt, not when he's shaking about... Harry Potter on Goblet of Fire. No. <laughs> no, which I'm pretty sure the book isn't written that way. Not even no, slightly. No, Sticks told me he's not. <laughs> not he's even fucking close. shaking him. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he leaps over a desk at one point. Fucking robes yeah. flying all over the place. <laughs> Badass, absolute badass. It's a, it's a sad loss because I don't know how how old was it? Does it say eighty two? Eighty two. <sighs> Still relatively young. He could have we could have got some more years out of him, couldn't we? It's a shame. That's mm. a shame. I just thought it was topical because of the Kenny Potter thing. Yeah. yeah, he will be missed. Which is um, the next episode will be on the ninth. I've been told to say. Well done. Nice shoehorning. <laughs> Did it? Did it? <laughs> on the ninth. Patrons. Synergy. Kenny Potter. Speaking yeah, of shoehorning. We... Yeah, speaking <laughs> of shoehorning. Here we go. We're off to the weird world web. Oh, Chess no. Grandmaster Hans Nyman denies using vibrating sex toy to cheat. An American Grandmaster who was part of a row which rattled the world of chess has denied using a vibrating sex toy to cheat. Um, he sat down in uh, September 22 to play Norwegian Grandmaster Magnus Carlsen in Chess's Sinkfield Cup in St. Louis, Missouri. Neiman won, but was accused of, by Carlson of cheating, a claim which sparked a huge legal row between the pair. They settled a $100 million, £79 million, huh. pound, lawsuit last month. That's he insane. always denied. Uh, he's a, he said, it's very disheartening to be accused of cheating after that victory. These things happen. I managed to learn a lot during that time, and it really has taught me a lot of very important lessons about life and <laughs> chess. Um, so the, 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 the rumours were with this one, because I can see the, the, the cogs going in Candy's head trying to work yeah, this yeah, one Yeah, the Bluetooth anal beads in, didn't it? Yeah, it was, it was, it was, yeah. It was either Bluetooth anal beads or a Bluetooth butt plug. 
But it was basically yeah. there was there was someone in the audience in the, in the crowd, yeah, yeah, who, who was Morse pull- coding him. Yeah, it was Morse coding him with a remote controlled sex toy. I see. You could what do that. He wasn't. He be. wasn't reacting. He wasn't going. Oh. <laughs> God, that take oh. that took a lot of control. Just give him that That's fucking prize anyway. He should have won anyway. <laughs> yeah, because I bet his yeah. I bet his fucking uh, erogenous zones were going. Ah, oh. if you don't he know, replace guys... the king on the board with a rabbit going checkmate. <laughs> the thing is, right? The one thing is, I mean, he should get points for ingenuity. But two, don't all chess players have chess player names? They really do. It's well, not like, like Gary a... Kasparov. Yeah, and, and just the only the chess player got... I know. Those two you read out, they've just got proper chess player names. Everyone's, there's no one called John Smith, famous chess player. No, Hans <laughs> Neumann no and Magnus Carlsen. <laughs> they sound like chess players. <laughs> they should use gamer tags. That'd be rad. I say. Yeah, yeah. You didn't get that on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, though, did you? You just got loads of people coughing. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, was it that one? Was it that, that major, major somebody? He won, didn't he? With, with the coughing. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Imagine if they're recorded during COVID. <laughs> so many accusations. Mate, I cough too much. I'd be shit in that crowd. I'd be like, what, what is he coughing for? I, I'm just coughing. I've got shit lungs. I've got shit lungs. <laughs> I don't know the answer. Chris Tarrant. Oh, he's not even Chris Tarrant anymore, is he? It's Clarkson. What's his teeth? Jeremy Clarkson. Clarkson. World. Oh, it was. He doesn't do it anymore either, does he? I don't know. Yeah, Who's doing it now? He got dropped. He got dropped. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You did. He got he got dropped when he um when dropped he started, somebody else. <laughs> started talking about Meghan Markle. Did he? Yeah. Bloody hell! Who's doing it now then? I don't think they've announced anybody. Romish Rangan Nathan probably. Got to be somewhere. Nah, he's doing Castle. And oh, yeah, that's weakest right. link. He does weakest link as well, doesn't he? Does he? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He does weakest link. He's he brilliant does. in it. He's brutal, <laughs> like he is anyway. <laughs> who could do? Who wants to be a millionaire? I think I think Gadget could do it. I think you should get the call. Is that your final answer? Diddly 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 and that's the news. Thank you very much. Fucking hell, that was a chaotic news this week. What, I don't know what's wrong with us. <laughs> oh, it's called stretching content. It's a deliberate tactic. Anyway, what have we all been up to this week? I'm going to start because I've got I've got two apologies to make. First Ooh. one. We mentioned foam stars earlier. Um, during the week, I was invited by um, Sony themselves. Came to my house in a limo, handed me a, a, a card with a code on it. Said, "Do you want to join the beta for foam stars?" Little old me said, "Yes, sure." I've been playing foam stars, guys. Oh God, the beta. I really like it. No, <laughs> I really like it. <laughs> no, it's a it's multiplayer good. game, man. I know, I know. You don't I've been do playing multiplayer. With people. I've been chatting. I've been chatting to humans. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, you've, yeah. you've changed. With me, with me razor headset. I'm a proper gamer, me now. Nah. Kenny Gamer. Kenny He's Gamer. He's it. back. He's back. I'm gonna He's keep back. that sample. What's your, uh, what's your gaming tag? I'm not telling you. <laughs> oh. I'll tell you off air. Absolutely, mate. No problem whatsoever. I'll have to add but you as a friend. You shall. But anyone can join the beta. Not a close friend, though. By the, by, <laughs> by the time you listen to this, I think anyone can join the beta. But do you know what? It, it's not the... I mean, it is um, Splatoon, but it's not just Splatoon, if you get me. Now, 
Imagine Splatoon and what's that game that Thingy made, that um, Blizzard made, the shooty one? Overwatch. Overwatch. It's that. So each character's got different. No, on Splatoon, you're just a fish person, aren't you? Yeah. This is a bit more of a hero shooter as well, attached to that Splatoon. Like, wipe, uh, clear the map of your bubbles, you know what I mean? Your foam, make it all one color, etc., etc. You all know what this game is, but it's got that added element of. It's got some really decent like RPG progression in it, and it's got some good, like your party composition. You have to, have, you know, like you did in Overwatch. When because even you said gadget Overwatch used to be good, didn't it? Oh, it used to be banging. <clears throat> it's like that, and obviously it's not toxic yet because it's a it was a closed uh, beta. But this has been really um, eye opening for me because I just really liked how I was in from, from the the ground up. And no, nobody else knew, and I was learning alongside everyone else, and I felt like I got an edge, and we all got a different edge. Like if it come out for the public, I'd be able to kick, kick ass, and that feel that feels a bit good. There, there, there is something to be said about getting in day one on like a new shooter or a new team yeah. based thing, because like if you're a couple of days late, you're out absolutely out of the skill range. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's free to play, yeah, but because 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 you have people like Candy just going in there just absolutely wrecking shit. Yeah. I think you'll like it, Absolutely Candy, as well, because up. the the, the sound, the music's fantastic. It's, it's Square Enix as fuck. But each <laughs> character... <laughs> you know what I mean? Each I character's got... title, that. Square <laughs> Enix as fuck. <laughs> each character does have, like, its place, <laughs> and there's loads of characters, and I mean loads. I couldn't even I couldn't even count how many there is. There's loads, and they've all got different attributes and different... I think it could make for a very entertaining game. It won't last. I don't think it'll last like Splatoon has. I don't think it's got the chops. You think it's going to do like a knockout city? Uh, Maybe a bit longer because it's got other modes. It's got modes where like raids, it's got raids on it. Like a kind of raid where you're going in and you end Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you're ending up fighting like one big guy and you're squirting him. Yeah. (laughs) It's weird. It's (laughs) it's good. And and there's uh, deathmatch modes where it's actually, you're just killing each other with foam. (laughs) It's it's doing more than... It's not like it was a Benidorm, is it? Phone parties are just different these days. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not like Splatoon where they've had three games, where it's more or less the same, isn't it? Yeah, they just kind of evolve. You dominate the, the map. Yeah, they just kind of <clears throat> evolve the concept with each one. It reminds me of very, and not in gameplay wise, but just in atmosphere and feeling. Very early uh, Rocket League. Okay, has it got pace it's, to it? It's got pace to it, and. The games don't last too long for you to get bored. And I, I genuinely think if it's pushed right and if it's marketed right, it could be a hit. It's just, I know full well that it's loot box Mageddon. It really is. Because oh, they all are, aren't they? Free, yeah, and it's free to play. But, uh... I, I mean, try try the beta, guys. I, I mean, I really enjoyed it, but you know what I'm going to be like? Am I going to enjoy it in a week's time? Maybe not. But I think it's solid. I think it's really solid. That's That's foam stars anyway. And you could, if you listen to this podcast now, it's it's out for for beta for everyone. But yeah, it's it's, it's more than meets the eye. That's the best thing I can say about it. Fair enough. Give it a try. And the other thing, I've got an apology to make. I've been playing Fanny Libs. <laughs> and some Liberty. <laughs> Me too. With most nights. <laughs> I've been playing Fanny, Fanny Libs. Phantom Liberty. So uh, beginning air cold. <laughs> Is that because you got a code? <laughs> Go on. Oh, look at him, he's furious. 
I've got more clout, mate, He's in got the industry. I'm the host. Um, Unbelievable. I weren't going to do this. I weren't going to... It's someone that can say that. That's the title. I know, I love oh, it. I love it. I'm telling all my friends just right a bit now. Of fanny lips. Just playing fanny lips while you have your minty bee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm trying to deal with the cosy lips. Yeah. It's, do you know what? Right. Um, I started again because that's the kind of guy I am. 40 hour RPG doesn't They've recommended me. that, to be honest. Yeah. It, it, you can play it from the, from the get go, from the title screen. You know, like you could with Blood and Wine on Witcher. And it like flicks your character up to level 15, I think. Some, something along those lines. But um, I started again. I just started. I thought, fuck it. Fuck, like, again, a 40 hour RPG does not phase me at all. It's a small game to me, that. Nothing. It's an afternoon for and you. The, is it 2.0 patch that they did? Yeah. My God, yes. it changes. The eight. I, I'm, this is not hyperbole. It changes everything. Has it made it made good now? Uh, just the UI alone, that. mate. The, the menus. Everything's good. Oh. The upgrade system's fantastic. Oh, I've still got my like, disc version for the Xbox. I might have to reinstall it. Get it? I, I, I'm telling you now, I haven't seen a single... I mean, I've seen a bit of popping, a little bit of um, clipping, but no glitches, no stupid faceless wonders walking around. And they've tweaked the gunplay. It gives you more accessibility options. Because I'm not a good, good at shooting games. So it's got a, a, a nice lock on aim. Clicky, 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 clicky. Oh, nice, because it was missing that in the original version. Mm. Yeah, and it's it's got car combat that's better. Like you can you can dive out your car and do, 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 do John Wick shit, and you can do you can do. Lo- it's so mad. I saw and that. I've got a grappling hook. I've that got a grappling hook. So good. Yeah. I'm like Spider Man, and I can flip about. It's it's again. It's not happy, but this is great. This is really good. It's war. What? It's wall running back. It, yeah. Do they put it's that back in? It's a different um, uh, yes. tree, skill tree. But even like, do you know how the net, the mm. net, net runner, the hacking tree was quite difficult because it was fiddly? Yeah, they've introduced never worked three new control schemes. Yeah, which is classic uh, alternative and like um, adaptable, or something along those lines. You can just change everything. It's just, I don't, It's just changed the game. It's, if you loved it last time, you're going to love it even more. And it, and I beat, I beat, I beat Cyberpunk last time, and this bit I've never seen some of this stuff. I've never seen some of these areas. So is, you know what I mean. So what you're saying is basically this hmm. is the game that it should have been when it released. Yes, yes. It and then three more years of development. Oh god, yeah. yeah. And then going into and then going into like Fanny Libs, going into the Fanny Libs section of the game. My god, my god, that's like it's like Cyberpunk two. You know what I mean? It's a completely different game. Yeah. It's it's kind of tied to the story, and there's a lot of callbacks and stuff. I can imagine you can you, you could play it alone as a standalone thing. It's quite a long expansion. I mean, I'm not even finished yet. Is it? And I'm. Is it separate to the story? So is it a bit like with The Witcher? Like you finish The Witcher yes, story, then you go to Heart it, of Stone. It, it opens up a, a I think it's Pacifica or a, diff, a different place. Right. Okay. Completely different place, and you can go to that place before Fanny Libs kicks in. And it's just empty and desperate and desolate and nothing's <laughs> happening. But when that kicks in and you're into it, it's like, oh my god, I want to live here. It's sunny and stuff like that. Do you know, what I mean? in Night City, the sun's bleh. Yeah, it's not anymore, area, mate. Though, not anymore. It's lovely and it's fantastic. And oh. Idris Elba, fucking hell, he's got some charisma, hasn't he? Wow. And the voice acting's amazing. 
And I don't know what they've done. Like, do you know why I'm moaning about being in the car and constantly being phone called? Yeah. You can turn it off. Great. I mean, yeah. I'm going to reinstall it tonight. <laughs> you can turn it off. And they've tweaked the gunplay and the, the adaptive triggers on PS5 version are so good. Every gun feels completely different to play. I know it's going to be, it's going to be all right on Xbox and stuff like that, but the PS5, the dual sense, fuck me. It's like there's the, it, you can actually use guns that you can't use physically and it won't let the trigger pull it. You know, because it's locked. Yeah. It's just so fucking cool. And you've got to, like, net hack it and oh, stuff like cool. that. I don't know. And, again, I'll still say that opening sequence with Jackie and the uh, the hotel is still one of the best openings in a game. It's really oh, yeah, that, fucking that, that good. Was, that that was always great. I fucking loved that entire sequence. And then I, I started shitting myself because I thought, oh, no, I'm going to put Keanu in my head soon. And he didn't annoy me that much. He stopped annoying me because he wasn't randomly in the clouds talking to me. He wasn't on top of a fence, just stood there. Do you know what I mean? He was <laughs> interacting and, and and you can skip anything you want to and you can put an alternative costume on him as well in the options. I recommend putting the alternative co- costume on him. Just I'm not going to tell you why, just put that on him. Do you know, like you could on Witcher, you could change every, all main characters' costumes. Yeah. You can do that. It's, it's in the menu, so you, you won't know unless you look into it in the options. And I don't know. I don't, it's reinvigorated everything about this game. This is definitely what they showed us it was going to be. Right. But it took four years, three years to get there. Three years. Okay. I'll reinstall it and I'll give it a try later. I, uh, so mm, far... It's going to be oh, my Christmas game. I'm not Christmas finished. game, actually. Again. Yeah, I've not finished it yet, but I, my original review of Cyberpunk was a four out of ten. This is a nine. Oh, oh, Ooh. shit, man. Okay. <laughs> oh, I haven't my finished God. It. it just... And a lot of it's so subtle. But it's what you wanted it to be when you were like, yeah. the driving so much better. I, I heard that they fixed the police system. The police? It's like GTA police. Yeah. Oh my God, it's mad. Do, do you <laughs> know what you can do? You, you, if you have it on harder difficulties, they'll pull you over for red lights. Oh, wow. Yeah. You have to pay fines. Compare that to when I was playing like version like 1.3 or something like that, like yeah. before they did the next gen patch. You could and shoot I, one at Ed and they didn't know. No, I, I, I remember I got. <laughs> I committed some crime. I can't remember. I think I ran over somebody by accident. And yeah. the police were chasing us, and I never lost my wanted thing. And I, I remember about two hours later, I was doing a quest, and the police officer ran around the yeah. corner that was chasing me from like two hours ago and arrested there's an, us. There's an, there's an obvious timer now. There's just an like, obvious, it's very G, they've just gone, GTA's got a good police system. Exactly. And it, I don't know. There's something about it. And I feel like the character models have had a spirit and the graphics have had know. a right bump up. They've had a right bump up. We were going to say something then bigger and then you start drinking. Rude. <laughs> I just wouldn't know. Oh. But yeah. It's fine, Sorry. honestly. Enjoy. I'll, I'll get it anyway. Um, it's $24.99 though, isn't it? Pricey. Yeah. But the, two part, the 2.0 patch is free. Yeah. And... That's 40 hours a game for you. Fair enough. It's 40 hours a game. Like, I, I started as a nomad this time. I, ne- I never did that last time. And the lead up into Night City, you can see it from the desert and that. Yeah. It's not popping into view like it used to do. No, I, it's I, just I, there. Well, when the next gen patch came out, where the, the proper mm. support for PS5 and Xbox Series X, I restarted mm. the game. Because my original playthrough, I did Corpo as a starter. Yeah. Um, which was the right opening. Um, Apparently, it's the easy option that because you get all the Netrunner stuff. You yeah, get the codes. you do. But then the Netrunner stuff never really worked very well in the original version. No, of the it game. does now. 
Um, but then I did Nomad on the second one, and it was no better, really. It was fine. Um, but I still that that whole sequence where you where you go up in the hotel and you fucking see Adam yes. Smasher, good in and, it, like fucking Japanese people start killing each other, then you've got to escape from the place. Oh, it's so good. But they've put different like they put items and weapons in places that weren't used. They like these weapons you can pick up in that little bit that you can carry on into the rest of the game. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you can get um, Hironobu's uh, famous dagger, and do you, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just. They've put more context into it, and, and the writings. You know, when you, you pick up the uh, the data logs and stuff, the bigger and there's more better writing, and it explains. Do you know oh, all these good, legends cause, that cause, Jackie's cause... obsessed with? Yeah, it tells you about them. And you can read them in the video. Ah. You can buy books from shops and stuff. Because a lot of the law, the law and the logs were kind of half assed compared to like the way. Yeah, show. they were just they were just written, weren't they? Just like here you go. There but now the, you've got to scroll. Them. There's mini books, novellas. You know what I mean? It's just. Fuck, I the, don't need bigger uh, games, man. It's so fucking... <laughs> Do you know what? After uninstalling Baldur's Gate 3, because I beat it, and I've gone straight to this, and I'm like, oh, shit, this is this is the kind of game I'm into now. I'm into these big choice games, these mm. big scope games, these computer Come, RPGs, brother. if you will. Enjoy them with us. And, and it's so much easier to shoot. It's so much easier to shoot. Click, 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 and you, you're popping heads off. Oh, and the, the melee's better. You can turn off sway. You know, when you, when you used to use the sword and your head yeah. went down with it. Turn it off. <laughs> turn it off. And, and straight away, like, you know, you can go to the Ripper docks. It was so expensive to get anything cool. Nah, they've, they've changed the currency. It's a lot cheaper to do anything now. Fantastic. It's just, it's just flawless in execution. Again, though, I'm not giving it a 10 out of 10 because it's an expansion. You know what I mean? It, it, took, them this, it took them this long to do it. Nine out of ten. I, I, I love it, and I, I've got apologies to make to everyone that I said, why do you love that game? I can see what they wanted from it, and now I'm getting it. Ah, shit, I'm going to have to reinstall it. Fuck. Love it. So. I'm excited. I said, like, for all I my like flaws, I did enjoy Cyberpunk. I didn't love just, it. I enjoyed it. It's better in every way. It's just... I can't remember. Apples and oranges different. That. Just start again. Everyone start again. Yeah. It's just way worth it. And if you get Fanny Libs attached to it, that comes in. Stop no, saying stop Fanny laughing. Libs, man. <laughs> That's what he's called. It's That's what he's really calling it. Phantom Liberty. What... <laughs> Fanny Libs, mate. Fanny, no, Fanny, Fanny Libs. Libs. You're encouraging candy. And we. what have I told you about encouraging candy? <laughs> that enters the game naturally as you're playing it. You don't have to wait till the end to play it. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's brilliant. It's a great game. I'm glad I didn't sell it now. The actual main game even though you can buy it cheap now can't you you can yeah. get it really cheap the main it. game i'm still showing it you're not buying it anymore <laughs> i'm playing it <laughs> but yeah that's, that's that's just really good foam stars and fanny libs mate candy what's up mate uh, <laughs> you broke my sorry <laughs> just tickled me fucking funny fanny libs for fuck's sake that is episode title now <laughs> I'm gonna get it tattooed. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I honestly, I was saying this to someone. I was talking to someone that's playing because I'm playing Starfield as well, incrementally. For this is way better than Starfield, but 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 Starfield's more expansive and bigger. You know what I mean? There's more exploration in Starfield. That's mm. the difference. And because I want to go back to Starfield, <laughs> let's get this done. So, what have I done this week? Well. I took a trip down mem the memory lane oh, no. of the BBC 
31 years ago this Halloween, a little show called <laughs> nice. Ghostwatch was nice. released as a mockumentary <laughs> presented yeah, yeah. by Michael Parkinson. And I thought, and this has just I been released it. on Amazon, so I thought, I'll refresh <laughs> oh, my memory. Yes, I'll... Uh, I'll get in the I'll get in the Halloween season. Yeah. I'll watch Ghost Watch. It was highly rated. I've seen clips of it. I was too young really it. to watch it the first time round. I've never seen it. Oh my god! Okay, do you remember the sheer amount no. of trolling that was involved in it? I just remember the hair. So I t- I t- um I took a clip this afternoon um, because I couldn't quite believe what I heard, and I had to go back. So. Actually, to give you some context first, if anyone doesn't know, it's it was a kind of it was a documentary produced by the BBC where you had the in studio um, host of the show, which was Michael Hello. Parkinson, to Ghost a paranormal, <laughs> <laughs> a uh, paranormal expert and investigator, and some guy with uh, answering the phones. Like there was a live phone in section like where people, children in need, and red nose day, supposedly where you could phone in, in with. But instead of paying money, you tell ghost stuff. Basically, but the <laughs> yes. but these were all staged. Um, these were all staged phone calls. Although I think at the time they Real, it was yeah. presented as if it was really happening, wasn't it? It was like they did yeah. a world war of the worlds type thing. Um, so the the crew on location was uh, a lady called Sarah that was inside this haunted this house that had been terrorizing a family, two girls and their single mother. And outside with the with the team, with the technical team, um, another thing I forgot, Craig Charles. Craig Charles was there, looking exactly Before the same the as he does now, <laughs> sniffing away. No, 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 no. The Coke was involved. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So going back to my uh, what the fuck moment. So we're... We're going. We're we're interviewing the mother. We're inside the house. We're interviewing the mother. There's mm. a small door under the stairs, and um, she's recalling a tale where she um, heard knocking coming from what she calls <laughs> the glory hole. They call this COVID the, the glory hole. The glory hole. I'm just the let glory me hole. let me just explain to it's mentioned. A, a innocent listeners. A glory hole is a hole in a in, in a men's bathroom stall where you would insert your let's just say throbbing member Pee-pee. for another gentleman <laughs> to caress with his tonsils not no. harry potter covered under the stairs no, harry doesn't. potter did not sleep no, in a glory not. hole let me tell you <laughs> so yeah multiple references were made to this glory <laughs> hole saying it's funny. um throughout <laughs> throughout throughout the show more and more paranormal occurrences are happening in this house. Um, things start to yes. happen in the studio too. So people are phoning in and they're saying, you know, we've had these spooky things happening in our house. And then in the studio, all the all the TV wires start going wibbly and they're having oh, all God. sorts of technical difficulties. We then go to a member of uh, somebody that's phoned in, wishes <laughs> to remain anonymous. Second innuendo. Um, he's, oh, yeah. it was the ex-husband, sorry. It was the ex-husband of the uh, lady who lived there saying that he remembered one time when they were lying in bed and they got, yeah. it got, they got tugged off. The duvet got tugged <laughs> off. Wasn't, was, was, is that, that what you said fondled or something? Wait, tugged off? Tugged off. Tugged, it was definitely tugged <laughs> off. 
There was a moment where the mother says all the children could hear was her banging. <laughs> and well, there's another one as well. Oh, <laughs> the way, I don't know if it's deliberate, but the way the mother was talking about her, um, her daughter, I can't remember the name of the daughter. Is that um, Susie, I think it was. And she said, if, uh, if, my, if my Susie's funny, <laughs> then I've got another thing coming. Like she's meant to say funny. She's saying funny. I did not know the extent of the trolling. It is fantastic. It's an absolute BBC classic just you know, for we the watched sheer that school. ridiculousness of it. In media studies. Wow. Yeah. Did you all shit yourselves? Yeah. Did sense. you shit yourselves? Yeah, you, that's, that's what we say. It's, um, <laughs> no, but uh, I, I, was about, I, was, I was talking about stuff like that. I, I, I was talking to my mate. I remember, remember when the BBC was good. It's, it used to be good. Well, that it's was worth, fun, it, wasn't it? Like, at least well, like, when that something. came out, like that yeah. kind of mid to late 90s period. That, that's what, it was new. Oh, 92, it was, was it? Oh, no, I, I, Before Brass Eye and out. stuff. I, 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 yeah, yeah well, I thought and... it was around the same time as Brass Eye. So I thought, no, it, was, it, was, I thought it was like th- when, apparently when that, Chris Morris got, when, when he got his inspiration from, from this. Oh, fair enough. No, he got his inspiration from And he got his inspiration from that BBC, that, that mock thing that they did for um, a Blue Peter, like Green Nigel or something like that. <laughs> it, 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 Green Nigel. That's genuinely, that's, <laughs> it was just like a one off when they were pretending it were a real one. Like, and now Blue Peter for adults. And it weren't rude or anything. It was just. Shit, but in a funny way, and I think it had Harry Enfield in it yeah. or someone like that. But the BBC used to be fucking <laughs> good. Yeah, if I were an adult by then, I would have paid my TV license. Would have, and I brought it up so you can tick that off your bingo card. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, What's I thoroughly enjoyed it. What do you say it's on now? Like I said, it's completely ludicrous. Brilliant. Uh, Amazon Prime, you, you oh, can rent I'm going it. I, think I haven't like seen that in about twenty years. <laughs> I will. Show it to your kids. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I, I just, and then I explain what a glory shit. hole is. Um, I'll just explain it exactly how I've just explained <laughs> it to the listeners. I'm sure they'll understand. But is that, is that what you've been doing? You've been stuck in that? Is this going to be a running theme for that month now? Just horror stuff? Stuck in that. I think yeah. so. Do you know what? I think it will. I think it will. Yeah. I mean, it's my it's season, your Christmas, isn't it? It's orange season, Christmas, so I'll stick it? with it. Excellent. Excellent. Exactly. Excellent. Ghost watch. Go and watch Ghost watch. Biggie, what you've been doing, mate? Uh, thanks to you um, taking the reins for our uh, one shot. Um, I'm still on a Western theme, so I ended up watching two neo Western crime dramas. Okay. The first okay. of which is Hell or High Water. Fantastic. Came out in 2016. Uh, directed by David McKenzie, uh, written by Taylor Sheridan. And it has Chris Pine and Ben Foster playing two brothers who carry out a series of bank robberies to save their family ranch uh, as it's up for foreclosure, whilst being pursued by two Texas Rangers uh, played by Jeff Bridges and Gil Birmingham. And it's a great character study, really cliched story, but just delivered so well. The acting, the writing, um, just top notch. Really, really enjoyed it. Great ending. Uh, brutal at times, but... Really well done, just fantastic. And then to follow off from that, ended up watching again No Country for Old Men because I haven't seen that since it first came oh, out. Oh, it's classic. And uh, yeah, it. again, uh, another neo Western crime thriller written and directed by the Coen brothers, um, based on Cormac McCarthy's novel of the same, starring Tommy Lee Jones, Javier Bardem, and Josh Brolin. Um, film is set in a desert landscape in roughly the 1980s. The film revisits the themes of their fate, conscience, and circumstances that the Coen brothers have explored before. 
And um, it has uh, Brolin as a Vietnam War veteran and welder who stumbles upon a large sum of money in the desert. Uh, Anton Chigurh, played by Bardem, a hitman who's sent to recover the money. And then you have Ed Tom Bell, played by Tommy Lee Jones, the sheriff investigating the crime. Just, yeah, I just forgot how good this movie is. And obviously, um, Bardem is just incredible as the almost emotionless hitman. It's just insane. It's, it's, it's weird that you Terrible have such, yeah, good, right such good actors and Josh Brolin and, um, and Tommy Lee Jones playing the quote-unquote good guys in it, as yeah. good as they are, that are completely overshadowed by a man who has like 18 lines of dialogue and just walks. <laughs> and Javier Bardem absolutely steals that whole film. He's got this level of absolutely. menace that no one else can put out there. Like, I love having... It's ha- just the disassociation he has with just emotions and just normality. Yeah. And he just has this code that he follows. He's a sociopath. To the letter. Yeah. I love, I love it when Javier that, that obviously... plays a bad guy. Like when he did that one for in Bond, uh, Skyfall. Mm. Oh, he was so good in that. Yeah. Yeah. When he takes his teeth out. And he got that yeah. famous... <laughs> well, his face out. You got that yeah. famous... Um, Coin flip in the, uh, yeah, in the, garage in the station. Uh, oh. petrol station. Mm. Yeah. Just that scene alone is just fantastic. And he also and mentioned that, that, that man doesn't realize it's the luckiest day of his life. Yeah. And, and he says that scene wouldn't have worked as well if it wasn't for the actor that played the guy behind the till. Because that just, that scene is just incredible between both of them. It's just brilliant. But yeah, if you haven't seen either of these movies, they're just You're an idiot. so, so good. <laughs> Similar themes, but. Um, no country for all men is just yeah wow. I tell you what the, the the neo the neo western films that um the the modern western films the, there's some absolute bangers in there. It's like people forget that that's still kind of like that in some parts of America. I I I, I assume you're not talking mm. about cowboy cowboys versus aliens. The ultimate <laughs> neo western wild when, wild west when Harrison Ford gets an alien gauntlet on and shoots people with it. No, it wasn't Harrison Ford. It was um, Daniel Craig in that one. Yep. Harrison Ford's yeah, in it as Daniel well. Craig, yeah. Is he? Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. He's a sheriff. Think, yeah, He's a yes. sheriff. Oh, so he's having to My just, God. Just having to double check. Uh, mate, I Cowboys vs. Aliens. Sam right. Rockwell and Paul Dano were in it. Yeah, it's a great film. <laughs> it's a great film. I'll, I'll die on that hill. <laughs> great. I've never seen it, if I'm honest. What? It's the ultimate neo-western. <laughs> it's modern. I'll have to add that to my watch. I've been fucking done in here. It's good. It's a good but, uh, thing. I think, I, I think people liked it as well. I think critics liked it as well. Yeah, I like Cowboys vs. Aliens. It's strange title, though. I mean, it's, I mean it is. very on the nose, isn't it? Yeah, it does what it says on the tin. <laughs> yeah, it's Cowboys vs. Aliens, big But is that what you've been doing, mate? You've been rooting to Yeah, and... just the... Uh, I've been playing Hitman... Um, for obvious reasons, for later on this month, uh, I'll be talking about that another time. And oh. I have watched, started watching with my wife um, the morning show, as you spoke about last week, and uh, enjoying it so far. It's top notch. Carried it's on like the, the, uh, uh, the the space bit, the the rocket. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Don't spoil, Just, don't yeah, spoil it, but yeah. Oh, I know. Just yeah, really good. And, uh, really interesting. Other thing that's just kicked in as well. So yeah, really yes. really cool. Can you believe people are sleeping on that show? <laughs> Crackers, isn't it? It's such a great show. And I recommended it last time around, but yeah, it's so yeah. enjoying it. 
I'm just frustrated again that you have to wait weekly for the episodes. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not like one of them good ones that you wait weekly and everyone talks about it because not many people are watching it, it seems. Yeah. Shame. But yeah. Cool, 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 gadget. Uh, okay, so a few things. So um, I'm still playing Baldur's Gate 3, as everyone would expect. Um, Easy, mate. I'm near the end of it, but for a role-playing game, I've discovered the role that I'm playing. The victim. Because I'm at the point now where a lot of the fights are kicking my ass, And not because I've got bad builds or anything like that. They're just really fucking hard. Um, what, what difficulty are you playing on? Uh, hard. Yeah, Tactician. I did Tactician, that. Tactician, that's it, yeah. It's not a cakewalk, is it? No, no. I'm, 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 I'm getting brutalised. I, I, like, I feel like they've just got a little bit too much hit points, haven't they? It's not so much that they have a little too much. They get get that bonus that you would get if you were an easy setting, don't they, the enemies? Yeah, it's not that necessarily they have too many hit points. It's that they deal too much damage. Yeah. Um, They seem to be be the ones that are getting all the bonuses and you're not getting anything. um, But slowly living it. Starfield, carrying on with that. Fucking great. Um, I played a bit more of that. It's good. I like it. It gave me a moment that that brought me to tears the other day, um, which I'm not going to Mm. discuss because it'll be a spoiler for Candy. I'm um, definitely not that far in either. No. Um, mm. Finished Armored Core 6. One of the greatest action <laughs> games I've ever played. And goes, yes. goes into my list of the FromSoft canon above Sekiro now. Because... I told you. I finished it. game I finished, of year tackle. It's not my game of the year. That's going to be Baldur's Gate. Unless Alan Wake 2 pulls <laughs> something spectacular out of the, out of the <laughs> Imagine box. if it did. Yeah. <laughs> but in my listing of the, of the From Software games... It goes above Sekiro, mostly because like, I adored Sekiro. Sekiro is an incredible game. But it's been four days since I finished it, and I'm still thinking about it. And I'm still thinking of yeah. builds that I could do. Um, You're still chatting to me about it. Yeah. it It's not right. I can normally like move on from a game once I've done it. Nah, nah this one's in my brain. Um, it's got that Elden Ring thing, hasn't it, where we were talking about that for weeks after. Yeah. Um, I think... I think... F- Armored Core 6 is one of those games where a very specific subset of people will enjoy it, but that subset of people will adore it. Hi. It, it, I think it's a very <laughs> Marmite game. I can I I I I lent um, the copy that I've got to my mate and he gave me back the same day. He went, can't play this, mate. Yeah. Just couldn't, and he's beat Elden Ring and he's beat Dark Souls and stuff. I think that I can't play this. I think the problem is chapter one is really poor. I don't want to say it's bad. Chapter chapter one plays like Armored Core two. Yeah, which is just a nothing game. It's just a. You you get like eight missions which are really easy, and then you get the Baltius boss, which is really fucking hard. What a spike! And then once you get past Baltius, the game it doesn't change, but it gets so fucking good. Like immediately as soon as you're in chapter two. Everything. I think it flips so a little better. bit. It flips. It becomes a narrative game. Well, yeah. As soon as you start, as soon as you meet Aya, it um. Changes. Yeah. She's just great an observation. Well. Not having played any of the other stuff yet, but just from a a, a, a quantity of games, but they're technically all quality, aren't they? They haven't dropped a clanger, as far as I'm aware, for, from, from software no, with for, all the games they've released. FromSoft have been re- pretty consistent. They did that narrative game, didn't they? For um for VR, sort of, but they were only really kind of slightly involved in that. They um didn't they just publish that or something? Something something close to that. 
like from softwares like they they have had some bad games but they were kind of back in the 90s like maybe kingsfield one wasn't really good how dare you kingsfield <laughs> 2 is incredible kingsfield, kingsfield one if you kingsfield go back falls to it, the best now kingsfield one if you go back to it now it's fucking poor yeah, you, you actually swing your sword and it goes. Yeah. it's so slow. <laughs> but also, like like level design and stories, are like, they're one of the studios that, like, when the the first Armored Core game is great. I haven't played any of the other ones, but I remember seeing a review for Armored Core Four, which like knocked it down like four out of ten. Oh, um, Armored Core Four's awful. But they've been, generally speaking, a really consistent studio. And I, I mean, think, they did the, they did the they had the PS2 generation with like Eternal Ring and Orphan. Scion of Darkness and, and I guess I'm talking uh, pretty much all those from Dark really Souls onwards. RPGs. From Dark Every Souls onwards, no, big... from Demon Demon Souls onward. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, even Souls. Demons. That was the first one, wasn't it? Yeah, but I mean, just from that sort of point onwards, that they, they, just when, literally it, every it, game they drop is like it was when Miyazaki got involved. Really, yeah, that's what changed the course. And, it, I, and I, then, I think it's been a good move for him because he's the CEO now. It's been a good move for him to approve and bring back Armored Core yeah. Um, yeah. because it's a very different game to the Souls games. It's a very much more action-focused. It's very forward and very much about you as the player working it out because it, yeah. it's not as brutal as the older Armored Core games. Like you have, no, it's not. You have repair kits and missions and like you get to a boss, you've got the wrong build, you get annihilated, you can restart from checkpoint right in front of the boss. Plus, so, the game gives you clues on how to beat the boss going yeah. through it. Um, but it can be brutally difficult at times, but it's also spectacular. Like, um, I remember I was, I was speaking to Oodles about it earlier this week. The Ice Worm battle is incredible. Oh, my God. Because every FromSoft game has, like, a gimmick boss or, like, a spectacle boss. Yeah. And that's the, the gimmick boss for this fight, uh, for this game. It's incredible. It's one of the it's, most it's visually stunning and, like, most orchestrated boss fights I've ever done. So good. So I, it's mad how, how beautiful that looks, but you could have the worst looking robot controlling that scene. You could, you, like, oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I had like a Thomas the Tank Engine looking <laughs> thing running around. <laughs> and it just ruined, ruined the ambience of it. And I'm like, fuck, if I were a cool black and silver mech bombing into this, it looks so much cooler. But now I'm like, choo choo, coming into fucking sick. <laughs> just ruined it. Candy, it's absolutely worth looking up some of the concept art and some of the, the world design for it. Core six, because it's like oh, I'm pumped too. It's, yeah, uh, apocalyptic sci-fi. And it yeah, Rubicon great. as a planet is fantastic, and I'm glad Ooh. they've gone to that planet rather than sticking with the planets that they created for the other games yeah. and, but, the, and the faux Earth planet. Yeah. Anyway, Ooh. the main thing I wanted to talk about though is I started listening to an audiobook this week. Um, we've you talked didn't. about the, we've talked about this author before because I fucking love him, John Scalzi. It's his new book. It's called oh. Starter Villain, and it is a candy book. So is it full of cocks? Oh no, full of cats. I'll add that to the list. <laughs> oh, he is. He's the uh, he's the king so, of Audible, um, isn't he? I'm just going to read you the, uh, the the blurb for the book. So Charlie's life is going it. nowhere fast. A divorced substitute teacher living with his cat in a house his siblings want to sell. He wants to open a pub downtown. If only the bank will approve his loan. Then his long lost uncle Jake dies and leaves his supervillain business, complete with island volcano lair, to Charlie. But becoming a supervillain isn't all giant laser death rays and lava pits. Jake has en Jake had enemies, and now they're coming after Charlie. His uncle might have been a stand-up, old-fashioned kind of villain, but these are the real thing. Rich, soulless predators backed by multinational corporations and venture capital. 
It's up to Charlie to win the war his uncle started against the League of Supervillains. But with unionized dolphins, hyper-intelligent talking spy cats, and a terrifying henchperson at his side, going bad is starting to look pretty good. In a doggy dog world, be a cat. Yeah, there's some, oh, oh she, she's that. bought it. She's bought it straight. She away does it every home. time we do it. And I'm sorry that you didn't <laughs> like the book that I recommended. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I'll give it another it's, go. It's, it's this is standard John Scalzi. That's a no. So, so the, 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 this is the John Scalzi um, content content between his main books. This one is one of his funny books, and it is very Just his very buff, funny. A buffer piece. It's a buffer, a bit like a Kaiju Preservation Society was. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's thought of a weird little concept and he's made it and it's really fucking funny. Um, That's when Stephen King used to be good, when he just thought up of a little concept, sniffed a line and brought out a nice book. Well, there's no cocaine here. There's, <laughs> I think it was no more than a line. Here, but, uh, there, are, there are a lot of cats. Um, and John, That's John, great. John Scalzi is a man who has four cats, so he knows cat behaviour. So the descriptions of, of, of what... Um, the two cats, Hera and Persephone, act like are perfect. Which we like Greek myth as well. But it is really funny. The um, the unionized dolphins so far have been one of the funniest things in the book. They are unhappy with Charlie, or rather with his, his uncle's management style, and are trying to <laughs> strike. And Good. They're, and, they're Good ve- and they're very sweary about it. <laughs> um... I don't want to say too much about the about the actual story yeah. of the book because it's I don't want to spoil things because it is it's it's subtle gags constantly. Like Charlie is a character who's very much down on his luck and it's a massive fish out of water scenario. But the way Scalzi kind of puts the world together and puts the concepts together and also involves cats in it is perfect. It, like he he has managed to like weave this weird little narrative. It, it's one of his ones where it's like written from the first person, so it's a character who knows fucking nothing about this world and gets dragged into it and he's unsure of what's going on at all given times. But about halfway through it now, it's really fucking funny. And if you get And that's it, not just even scowls it into glasses. That's just he's just a good piece of work it's anyway. It's just a great piece of work in Scalzi's style. Bang um, into it. I'm like I say, I'm halfway through it. It's only an eight hour listen. If you get the that, that's fine. If you get the book version of it, it's only 264 pages. Like He's, he's like when he does his funny books, he keeps them short and to the point. That's like a he book between books, isn't it? Yeah. Or a train book. A book for the train. Mm, bang into but that. It, but it's great. And on the cover, the, 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 there is a Maine Coon wearing a suit. So, you know, candy's into it. I've recently been watching lots of videos about <laughs> Maine Coons. They get big, don't they, them fuckers? Massive. But yeah, yeah they're uh, like panthers. Oh, they're candy, you're going to fucking love this book. <laughs> I can't wait. We need to get that man on this show because we've been praising that man for ages. Nah, I'd fangirl so hard. I fucking love John Scars. Like, <laughs> Why not? He, he is one Why of the we ask him? Biggie, work your magic. Work your magic, Biggie. You've done it before. I'll get him on. Get him on. And Gadget be like, I'm poorly tonight. I can't come on. No, I'd, I'd, I'd be a fucking blushing mess. I, I, I love Scars. He's so funny. Yeah, yeah, I've got. I bought the Kaiju Preservation one. Uh, I just haven't got to it yet. Oh, that's a great book. I got it. I, I get. I'm getting them all on Kindle now. I've got me. You talk about gaming backlogs. I've got fucking book backlogs. Oh, don't ridiculous. start. Don't, don't get started about my to read pile. It's getting fucking mental. I think I'm about thirty yeah, books in it at the minute. I've got the fucking Library of the Ancients to read next, and it's fucking. 10,000 page book. <laughs> <laughs> I'll yeah. do it though. I'll do it. 
Ah, but yeah, excellent, excellent, excellent. Have any of our little cat-like listeners sent any feedback this week? Well, the the mewling kittens that that we have that are listeners, they, they they've they've come up to the to, to the milk bowl of content but, to provide us with information. I was going to say the litter tray. <laughs> yeah, they filled the litter tray. <laughs> uh, Lee Davies has started with Drag Race UK is back, baby. So I'm watching that. Is it? Yeah. One of the season's it. queens was on the lineup at Scarborough Pride, which I was at yesterday. They're called nice. Michael Maruli, and they totally slayed. I love, I love a bit. I love a bit of um, I love a bit of that. I love a bit of that. I like just get obsessed queen. with that one. I, mean, I, I, start, I start following them on Twitter and stuff, <laughs> and, and uh, Instagram, and I get a bit obsessed. <laughs> if someone cut, I don't want any. When I die, will you delete my phone and stuff? Will you, will you get rid of all my history and stuff? Please, oh, no, guys. I'm going to publish it. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the un- it's the unwritten friend rule that when somebody dies, you have to go through their oh, their bedroom drawers and just delete thank their you, history. That's just you You're don't even need to say it's as unspoken. The person, as the deleter, because God, my legacy is going to get tarnished. <laughs> I love a drag queen so much. My my wife's off to a drag queen brunch soon, and I'm so jealous. I mean, come, I'm not come, to go. Come, come to Newcastle. I'll, t- I'll take you to a drag queen night in town. You promised me a drag queen last time. You never delivered. Didn't thinking. I don't think I promised you a drag queen last time. Well, in my head, you, you did. Did mention something <laughs> like that? If I remember, okay. actually, that was probably come, come, come up and I'll, I'll, I'll take you to Boulevard and we'll go see the drag queens. I will fucking come up. You will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, Planty, uh, Mister Podcast himself. He is. In the last two weeks, Rachel and I finally bowed to John and Kirsty and started watching Taskmaster. It's taken us 16 days to watch the first six series. Fucking hell, you're banging through it. <laughs> That's 60 episodes. <laughs> Which is Taskmaster? Is that that you made me watch when we were at podcast? Yeah, well, great, great. It was yeah. funny, that. It was yeah. funny. I'm with, with, series with that guy. 14. So good. John Wilkins. Is it John Wil- or Joe Wilkinson threw that ball in? It was straight in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, then he got disallowed. Yeah. yeah. Zach Taskmaster. That's Taskmaster. Ta- Taskmaster. Yeah. The 16, <laughs> 16th season has just started this week, actually. Uh, last week, actually. Oh, Who's uh, in it? Because it can live and die by who's in it that season. Uh, it? Sue Perkins, which is a good shout. I like her. Um, I, I can't remember all the names. Uh, Julian Clary, he's in it. I love Julian Clary. Um, Savage. Where are the cast comedians? Uh, Julian Clary, uh, Bloodstar Sam Campbell. Don't know who that is. Uh, Lucy Beaumont. I think she's a Yorkshire lass. Oh, well, bang into that. And Susan Wacoma. <laughs> no, but I'm sure they're all brilliant. Well, she played... Um, the most famous thing she did was she played Edith in the Enola Holmes films. If you've watched them. Um, I, to be honest, I, I think every season... Oh, sorry, every series, it works because they the variety of the people that they have on each uh, yeah. series works because they're you get all to, slightly different You learn different to love characters. them, don't you, I bet? You do. I've only watched that one episode. I discovered that I didn't know before. I, I, yeah, it's, they're all good. Yeah, no, uh, season 16 has proven to be quite funny. So uh, Planny goes on to say, I've had enough of panel show programmes and this is the antidote to those. This is the God, funniest thing you've seen in the last shite years. nowadays. Film-wise, while I've been shagging every member of my party in Baldur's Gate 3, Rachel has watched the first the three paranormal activity films, <laughs> Scream 6 and The Collector films. Fucking collector films are terrible. She's having an orange Christmas as well, isn't she? Like, can yeah. uh, yeah, I force her to watch Sexy Beast. If you want to hear more yes. use of the word cunt than the usual 100 things we learned from film episode, we covered that this week. 
Barbarians. Love sexy beasts. Shit barbarians, more film like it. That's incredible. You like the Soodles? Mm. I finally got round to watching Interview with a Vampire. Oh, mate, I love that film. And Even Anne Rice loved that film. And it's the most boring vampire film I've ever seen and couldn't care less what anyone else thinks. You're a twat. <laughs> a house burns down, a flat burns down, a vampire child burns down, a vampire tells Clarence Worley about it at the end. That's one of my favourite <laughs> book series of all time, and you've just destroyed it, Patty. We had to watch Blade <laughs> to clear our, pl- our palette. Which is, <laughs> Blade 2! Which is still the greatest Marvel film that isn't Blade 2. Good man, he knows, he knows. Blade 2 is sensational. <laughs> it's in my top five Marvel films. Blade 2 is so fucking good. He's redeemed himself. He's okay. redeemed himself. Uh, Don't it... watch Queen of the Damned. Don't watch no, it. No, do not watch <laughs> Queen watch of the Damned. It. Candy's like, yeah, do watch, watch it. it. Do don't watch, watch it. it. If you didn't like Interview, <laughs> you won't like Queen of the Damned. But do listen to the soundtrack because it's new metal bangers oh, all yeah. the way through. Go, we're so cold. We oh, are... I'm going to oh, that love it. Uh, Zeno says, <laughs> yes. assuming I'm not already too late for feedback, you're not too late. I do not have anything you new are. to talk about personally, but my girlfriend has just started playing Paleo Pines on both Switch and PC. A friend bought oh. her the Steam version, not knowing she'd already bought it on Switch. And, it, and she's enjoying it enormously. It's a dinosaur farming game, but they're cute little cartoon dinosaurs, so it's more Animal Crossing or Stardew Valley than Jurassic Park. I think there's yeah. a demo on Steam if anyone's interested, and I can already see Candy's Googling. <laughs> Paleo Pines, it's yep. called. I like a little farming sim, me. I like I, I need a new Stardew Valley. One of those types. Because there's a few of them. I, I always read, what, what, what was that one that Square Enix put out? It was like fucking Final Fantasy farming or some shit like have that. Have a Stella. That was it. <laughs> it was good. I liked it. <laughs> but of course I would. No, I, every time I boot, reboot up Stardew Valley, I'm like, I've done everything. I've literally done everything on that game. You know what I mean? I can't yeah. do it again. I need. I, I kind of wish, do you know, you could. I wish you could play um, um, Animal Crossing, but without the time stuff. I wish you could just yeah. play it. Yeah, I wish yeah, they'd yeah, release a mode, just like, a constant that, that mode. First, like fourteen days or something is just you like... do nothing. Yeah, because <laughs> it's a great little game for that. But I need, I need. If, if any of the listeners know of a, an alternative, um, like like at Stardew Valley, let me know because someone told me to get that um, Porsche Day in the Life of Porsche, whatever yeah. it's called. A day in and Porsche. The load, the loading times on that is fucking horrendous. Even if you go in your house, <laughs> it's about two minutes. Oh, no. To just go into your house and come back out. So you don't want to do anything because you don't. I need, <laughs> I need a good I need a good one of them. Just a little cleanser. Right. Last up, play. Last up we've got go best on. boy, Angry Kurt. Kurt Lewin. He is a good boy. He's a good um, boy. This week I finished the campaign of Call of Duty Vanguard. Oh, is it good? I should get that. This one was done by Sledgehammer Games, who also did Infinite Warfare. I thought both those mm. campaigns were merely okay. They were graphically stunning and oh. had great production values, but kind of lacked any experimentation of truly memorable missions, like the two most recent yeah. Warfare campaigns, which are superb. So good. Those were done by Infinity Ward, so I'd rank the studio's campaigns as Infinity Ward, who do the best, followed by Sledgehammer and then Treyarch. Mm. That's kind I agree of, with him. That's kind of harsh on like Black Ops and Black Ops 2. Those ones were fucking banging. Black Ops 2 was... Uh... No, Black Ops, the original Black Ops campaign was brilliant and twisty, but the new Modern Warfare ones are fucking fantastic. Yeah, I need to play them really at good. some point. They're like, the, the, the longer than you think as well. They're like six, seven yes. hours long. Don't play them on but, Veteran. Oh, my God. Do not oh, I do can't that. play them games. I, I play them on easiest one with all the, all, all the help I can get, but you just I, I'm going to play Vanguard. 
Yeah, I'm going to play Vanguard because it's Russia, isn't it? And yeah. you know my affinity to that country. Well, it's like World War II Russia as well. Oh, my favourite Russia. <laughs> Not current modern-day Russia. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last COD campaign I played, I think, was Ghosts. No, you need to play the Modern Warfare ones. They're like, they're like remakes the of the original Modern Warfare, if you get me. I love It's weird. It's like the original characters from them, but as if those stories never happened. Yeah, no, okay. I, know, very, I, I know they brought back Captain Price. Yeah, there's a very weird, there's a really good, effective mission on one of them where you play as these kids in, I think it's Kabul or Afghanistan or somewhere like that, and you, you, all you have to do on that mission is avoid these soldiers from getting you, and it's so fucking tense and scary. And then there's that London flat mission where you accidentally shoot a baby. Remember that one, Biggie? Awful. <laughs> I don't remember it. There's a woman who's holding a baby. You can accidentally shoot a baby, and it's like game over if you shoot the baby. Oh no! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Very common. Like everyone, everyone, we were like, "Oh my god, they've done it again." You know, since since that no Russian campaign, it's one of those controversial bits. But they're the great campaigns then. Okay, well, moving on, he goes on to say, "I also started Cocoon on Game Pass, the next game from the lead designer of Limbo and Inside. And this game, let me tell you, was just as special." Good. It's nowhere near as dark or gruesome as those games, but the puzzle design is just as ingenious and has a great sci-fi aesthetic. You're fucking selling this to me, Kurt. Um, <laughs> no, he is, isn't it? <laughs> it also features really cool boss battles. Fuck's sake, I'm in there, uh, which is unusual for a puzzle game. I'm fucking installing that right now if it's on Game Pass. Motherfucker. Uh, I'll finish Pass. inside. <gasps> what? You need to finish inside? Oh, no. Come on. Yeah. Finish inside. Oh, about three Talk qu- about oh. it. <laughs> I'm about three Log quarters off, so. of the way through that as well. It's Don't a play anything else. game. <laughs> Just do it. Just do it. Uh, Love it. Then he finished off, finally, after finishing the latest Football Manager autobiography I was reading, I have made a start on the behemoth, which is Order of the Phoenix, ready for the next Kenny Potter. Though I doubt I will have finished it in time Out for the Out on the 9th. Out on the 9th. Is it this month, the 9th? This time. <laughs> Yes, nine days from this point of recording. Probably. (laughs) Just let you all know, Stig does the editing and stuff for that one. And he just told me, ninth. Kenny Potter and the Order of the Calendar. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about this shit. I I ain't got a fucking clue. Remember when I used to control when we used to bring uh, episodes out? (laughs) And you used to have to remind me at 12 o'clock at night. You haven't uploaded it. I'm like, shit. Yeah, I'm glad <laughs> I took over that. Anyway, yeah. And you'll that's... notice at some point the show notes got a lot better when Gadget got in mm, control of them. Mm. <laughs> that's the feedback. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you very much. And as always, links to all our extracurricular activities are in our show notes and at modernescapism.co.uk. Um, again, the ninth, Kenny Nine? Potter, for, for ninth. For all patrons, <laughs> only patrons, it's a, me and Candy and Stig are having an absolute whale of a time talking about these 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 films and books. It's it's the deepest of deep dives I think we've ever done as a collective. I discovered something that I misread this entire time, and I've been okay. reading that Go last on. book for years. I got something wrong. Got something wrong. So you're so still, I'm le- still even learning. better. Even it's just. It's a fantastic little thing, and we're going to do more of them after uh, Harry Potter and stuff. We're going to do other stuff as well in different formats, and I think the show's proving to be quite a hit, but please, 
again, we all put a lot of effort into these. Even the fast, uh, too fast, too curious. A lot of effort went into them because those guys hate those fucking films, and that takes effort. Oh yeah, it it's really a hate does. Watch. It takes effort to do. I know, that. it's very easy to hate them. <laughs> it's very hard to <laughs> gear yourself up to watch it, though. Yeah, gear yourself up. See that pun then. But again, like we mentioned, um, we've changed the format a little bit. We're going to be doing the reviews constantly. So every week, even if Stig's not asking on our socials to give us feedback, give us feedback. And the patron specials, it's up to the patrons what we want to do on the patron monthly one. You tell us what to do. If not, we'll make it up ourselves and it'll be shite. Yeah, we had no questions this week, I noticed. (laughs) For the green room. Yes. if in the in the green room as well, we will answer all your questions and stuff, but we can just talk bollocks for half an hour as well. But there is another thing I need to mention that we didn't explain last week because we had a lot of information to throw at you last week. We've all decided as a collective that December needs to be bigger than it is because we always have a really big Christmas episode where we open presents and Secret Santa and Stig gets stigged and stuff like that. But we're going to do something <laughs> extra special from now on. Our December is going to be a jam-packed month of great content. The first... We're going to do his very first Game of the Year episode. We're also going to do his very first film slash TV of the Year episode. And we're also going to do his, like, just the accoutrement, the, the, the extras of the year episode. And then we're going to do the Christmas special. So it's a jam-packed, hyped-filled December that I hope you're all going to love because we've never done a full-on Game of the year, or film of the year, or thing of the year, have we? Well, no, because we and, like being really. friends and we don't want to kill each other. Yeah, it's not going to be like other podcasts. You, it's, yeah, it's not going to be like other close. podcasts where they're competing for the grand fight, the grand game of the year. Oh yeah, it's not, just going to be our individual stuff. Yeah, we're not going to do that knockout thing that TCGS do. No, no, because that's, that's one stealing their their format, which I respect and enjoy myself. Yeah, that's also but how two, you end up with Life is Strange as game of the year. Exactly. No one needs that. <laughs> it's just going to be an individual thing. It might not even. One episode's going to be films and TV, and it's it is something for everyone. And I think if we hype that up from now, you're all getting ready. You let us know as listeners or viewers that what what your particular things of the year are. I think I think it's going to be incredible. It's going to be. I'm looking forward to it. And usually December's just leading up to that that live fil- uh, that live show we do, which is still going to happen. Still going to happen. And I'm going to be sober, which is going to be very, very weird. You're going to very be sober. Weird. The rest of us are going to be whiskey drunk. <laughs> it's going to be weird. You could get drunk on... I mean, you could get drunk on cheese and have crazy dreams. Cheese that, drunk. That's pretty, pretty much close is. to being drunk. Cheese, cheese drunk. Yeah, I could do cheese that. Drunk. But yeah, I'm just letting you all know it's going to... We're going to have a great winter, aren't we? We're going to have a great yeah, winter of content. If, if you even just want to donate a quid, you're going to get loads of stuff just for a quid. Just for a quid. What's a quid now? You can't even buy a fucking can of pop for a quid. Patreon.com slash modern escapism. Get in there. There you go. But before we do end this show for the scrubbers that don't want to pay us just a quid, it's time for Candyland. And now, what's up in Candyland? And, um... A quid could very much help me get the mental health that I need. Oh, no. <laughs> because this week, I've thought of a conspiracy theory. This is, made one up. This is a conspiracy theory of how Sticky Notes is secretly controlling the world. Uh-oh. <laughs> mm. 
sticky notes, those <laughs> innocent little squares of paper with the, you know, with the adhesive, are actually yeah. the masterminds behind everything that happens in the world. Sticky okay. notes possess an advanced intelligence that allows them to manipulate events and people to their advantage. Mm -hmm. They strategically position themselves in key places to influence decision making. For example, they might manipulate a list of tasks by slipping off the wall and onto the floor, causing someone to completely forget an important task. Or they might, surreptitio uh -huh. they might surreptitiously switch places with crucial documents, causing confusion and chaos. But why would these seemingly harmless objects want to control the world, you ask? Well, Do. sticky notes have a deep-seated resentment towards humans. They see us mm. as careless and dismissive of, the, of their importance, often discarded after serving their purpose. To exact their revenge, sticky notes work tirelessly to disrupt our lives. They orchestrate mundane inconveniences like making pens inexplicably run out of ink at the most inconvenient times, <laughs> sticking to clothing indefinitely or hiding just when we need them the most. They're constantly exchanging information amongst themselves. They believe sticky notes communicate via invisible ink, secretly plotting their next move. <laughs> These messages may seem like innocent doodles on or random notes, but in reality, they're coded directives for the next phase of their master plan. So next time you find your pen missing or stumble across a, upon a suspiciously misplaced sticky note, just remember, it might be the work of these malevolent little sticky notes. And this is how we know she's been drinking vodka. <laughs> um, sticky note, I mean, who, do we know who invented them? Mr. Sticky. Or Staples or someone like that, a big company. It'd be a big, big, like, stationary company, wouldn't it? Big, big stick. Like, big stick, big, big stick. <laughs> What's the default colour? Is it, would you say yellow? Is yellow, the default I would think yellow. Pink if it's important. Huh. I d my wife communicates more or less directly with me with sticky notes because we've got opposing shifts and stuff like that, passing ships in the night, and sometimes it's like hieroglyphics. <laughs> Do you think she she meant to write that or did the sticky it's note the sticky change? Note, it's the sticky note. Yeah, I think it's the sticky note. She, her I remember writing once is when she told, me to, she told me to turn the, um, the, the slow cooker on. It didn't say that on the sticky note, you know what I mean? And I didn't do it, and she shouted at me. Well, there you go. Mystery. My favourite My favorite use of sticky notes is in Prey, in that room gadget. Yeah. I'm not a mimic. Oh, yes. Not a mimic. <laughs> but it was a mimic. <laughs> but it was all along. What if they are mimics? Oh, mm. they could be. So with me working in software development, that. There, there, there is a methodology called agile where you rather than just you build a thing and then show it to the client you like build it in little chunks and show it like regularly to the yeah. client and yeah. when back in like 2013 or something when it was becoming a bit more of a thing in the company i was working for i remember we had a um a, a planning meeting in one of the meeting rooms and it was one of those like Loads of sticky notes on the glass wall, like work out like all yeah. the different components, which all blue order sky learning, them. baby. Yeah, yeah, revolutionizing outside the box, that kind of thing. Shifting <laughs> yeah. some paradigms. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of hearing that phrase. <laughs> but the funniest part of was so we finished the meeting and like we'd written it up, had all these like sticky notes on the window, then we'd had like a, like a break. And we came back in, the cleaner had been in the meeting room and taken <laughs> all the sticky notes off the oh, window to clean the window, no. clean the window. <laughs> in a pile. And like we're all looking at it like, that was four hours' work. <laughs> <laughs> Out that of was a in a pile. 
Wasn't Clippy the first original AI sticky note? It wasn't AI, mate. It was VI. There was no AI about him. <laughs> it was virtual well, we intelligence. There was no he AI about Clippy help. at all. But didn't, no, he didn't he appear on the little animated yeah. uh, well, sticky note? Well, fans, yeah. Oh, you can get rid of him. He was VI, though. He was not AI. He wasn't smart. <laughs> Candy's got problems. We don't know. We yeah. don't know. Ex-lover, jilted lover. <laughs> Candy, did you used to go out with Clippy? I can't <laughs> confirm or deny, but... <laughs> and for more Clippy-based anecdotes, please become a patron and meet us in the green room in a second. But for everyone else, <laughs> it's time to fuck off. Bye. Piss off, network. I'm not a vibrate guy. Yeah, I'm ready, mate.